0: Forever! Dog! Warning! The following podcast contains salacious details of Disneyland cast member Two Timing, Wayne Zielinski's hunky son, and, you asked for it, step by step details of the 3D glasses sanitization process. Ify Wadiway joins us to talk Pista! Or as the uninitiated might know it, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience on Podcast The Ride.
1: Welcome to Podcast Aria, the only theme park podcast that will promise you at least 45 minutes of discussion on the Disney Parks exclusive Eric Idol character, Dr. Nigel Channing. I'm Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Hi. And Scott Gardner.
0: Yep, it's finally time to 45 discuss... minutes,
1: I think, is what we're going to give to him. Uh-huh. I
0: well, have a lot of thoughts on Dr. Nigel Shannon. And he factors into several attractions. How many characters can say that, that they're well, in more than one?
1: That is very exciting. We were talking a lot about Sea, uh, Disney's Society of Explorers and Adventures, which they have like, like a kind of connecting universe, but this did it before Sea. This this ride we're talking about today, this character...
0: the Imagination Institute yeah. worlds uh, expanded universe, where the IIEU, uh is very fleshed out. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> um, well, let's yeah, bring our guessing because to... he
1: is an expert on this uh, in many different ways. Oh. I, you know, I'm more probably... than <laughs> Now he seems surprised by what I said. He's excited to learn I just, that as well. He <laughs> <seemed> <laughs> surprised by what I said, but that's okay. I, I believe it in my heart. Uh, you know him from the comedy group White Women and the podcast Nerdificent. Ladies and gentlemen, Iffy Wadiway.
2: Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, How are hey, you doing? Yeah.
1: Good. What's so up? you're particularly qualified today to talk about Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Yes. Oh, and man. why is that? Would you tell yeah. our so, listeners?
2: So uh, I'd say in, for the year of 2007, I worked. uh, for Disneyland, uh, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the dream. uh, the, yeah, Disneyland, <laughs> the one in California, the, the only one that Walt has stepped foot in. So That's the right. only one that yeah. truly has the magic. Right. Uh, and I worked on honey, I shrunk the audience and Astro Orbiter. I was there for the launch of Nemo. And so I uh. got the suit and, uh, I you know I was real loose with some of the rules because technically you're not supposed to wear your cast member outfits outside but Mm -hmm. like I I thought the coat was so cool for the Nemo ride so I took it like to one of an improv show and like wore it on stage and everyone was like (laughs) you look like Paddington Bear (laughs) (laughs) which would be
3: very fashionable now because people love those movies they love it now but this is
2: back this is when he was just in in the books you know (laughs) Uh, so yeah I and then. let me see. I never got to work Space Mountain. Everyone wanted to work for... If you don't know, Space Mountain is like the cool Tomorrowland ride. Everyone wants to work Space right. Mountain. Oh, really? You want that. Yeah, because it's it's the cool one and everyone loves sitting in the control room. So like when you wave oh, at them and someone yeah. doesn't wave back, that's the one trying to be too cool for school. Like uh-huh. everyone... When I, when I was there, it was like Space Mountain was the get, but that made it harder to get it. Right. And Honey, I Shrunk the Audience Astro Orbiter. I don't know how people... I feel like no... Honestly, like, the jobs are kind of ranked how you imagine. The cooler the ride, the cooler the job is. Oh, interesting. So, because you want to be working the cool ride, you'll probably have more people there. Astro Orbiter surprised me because I assumed like, oh, no one's going to be there. But Astro Orbiter was pretty consistent in its, like... Lines like people right. like it's it's still one of the quickest lines out of all the rides in Tomorrowland, but like people would come for it, and there were people who would come and go. This is my favorite ride, and I was like, okay, you're- <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not on your side, even though I work this ride. Were they older folks? Or- no, it was like it, it was like. Middle aged folks, uh-huh. yeah, so, so and I they've think it grown is grown up this, with it, maybe. yeah, yeah, that's what I imagine. Um, people always uh would try and weasel in a way to try and like get you to talk about the people mover and more so trying to see if y- y- you can get me to talk about the people who died on the people mover, oh, like, oh,
3: right, jumping from car
2: to car, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I one, I don't know about that, too I was not working here that long, three. Even if I did, come on. Y'all know it's Disneyland. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and talk about dead people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so growing up as a kid, like, was that Disneyland a place where you were like, it'd be fun to work here? Or it was just like, yeah, hey, why not? I mean, no, young man. it's
2: so. Uh, I grew up out here in Southern California mm-hmm. and I got there probably when I was like 19, 20. And mm-hmm. like, it just was known as like, Disney is the easiest place to get hired because like, uh-huh. there's such a high turnover rate. They're like, you need a job, go to Disney. And I think, like, I really need a job. My best friend, Weldon, was like, oh... Go to Disney; they'll hire you on the spot because they do their interviews and hiring like right there. As a matter of fact, if they're like, "We'll call you back," you didn't get the job. (laughs) So, like, so I was like, "Oh, tight. This I need a job. It's very easy to get a job here. Let me go work Disney." This thing we described as the dream, (laughs) this thing we think is an unattainable. They're just handing them out. Yeah. So yeah, I went in, uh, and and like the key to getting a job at Disney is exactly what you think: just being like, you know a happy you know perky person a improviser <laughs> you know like mm. if if you have that energy about you where you know you can because that's all the conversation is they're asking you about yourself and they're really just gauging like how you can like communicate while conveying like a happy attitude because the people who I saw got we'll call you later were people who were like very like here's why i'm good very business you know business minded and you know uh people who like by disney standards you assume they think they're 'er ne'er-do-wells like there was a guy with like who was tatted up and i was like you know have you been to disneyland (laughs) (laughs) like look i get it but i i imagine he was like now i'm gonna be in a costume (laughs) like that that's my goal oh sure
4: Hmm. yeah uh so yeah
2: so i got the job there uh and it's funny because like it's the perfect job for that age like that that mm-hmm. like 18 to 20 because you're you're, you're very malleable at that time mm-hmm. so like when they give you that like orientation pitch about creating the magic and how important it is <laughs> you you buy in i was like all about it i was like i got to create the magic and this that <laughs> and whatever and i was like all in i got i was so hyped when i had the job that i went to what was that weird online game disney had for a while where you were in the digital Park.
1: oh oh was it online or was it a cd-rom no it
2: was, on it was online, it, online it was like an online flash based uh mo- it was a massively online uh-huh. game where, you're, where you would go to the different lands and every and it was like a digital park so they had adventure land tomorrow land and they had look all up. these different levels based off of the rides and How i was you so stumping us here I'm i was amazed. so I, I hyped kind of about it that this. i signed up for an account and was just walking around the park and just like i'm, I'm i need to learn this place <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. you were you so in. Oh, i was virtual magic kingdom
2: yes yeah, virtual okay. magic kingdom i 2005. was 2005 locked in and i was just like going around the virtual magic kingdom and seeing the different spots i'm like okay cool let me just get it and then i started and honestly hista is for short which is honey i shrunk the audience Mm. was the perfect spot for someone like me who was like a comedian because like i like they showed me the astral orbit stuff and i was like all right cool this is basic stuff and then they were like all right so for hista you're gonna when you are the like lead scientist when you put on the coat you put you're on in the, coat. the lab coat yeah, you're in the <laughs> lab coat and you go up there and you give the spiel and they basically were like you can kind of do what you want and improvise stuff you just need to make sure you hit these points And I was like, oh, I get to just, go up there and be funny as long as i hit the point So that was like my favorite thing because i would just like and then also like it was cool too because it wasn't just from my comedy brain it was like the comedy brain and indoctrinated by disney brain so it was all about not just being funny but making it like a magical experience so i i still to this day think i was probably one of the best Mm. like head scientists because i I just you know one you, you, if you don't know by now, I'm a great comedian, but two, <laughs> <laughs> two, I was like really committed to like not, you know, breaking the bubble of what is Disney.
0: So you have to know the mythology that you, you're, you're, it's in your head that it is an open house at the Imagination yeah. Institute oh, yeah. and you were coming at it from that narrative point. Exa- yeah. And what's an example of like, like what is something you do beyond just here, walk this way?
2: Like, oh well, when you're a head scientist, uh, you you don't let anyone in. You are at the podium, and you walk up to the podium, and you're just like, "We're about to have a presentation okay. from uh, so what so- What's his name? What is uh, the character's name in Honey I Shrunk the Audience? Oh, uh,
1: Wayne Zielinski or yeah, Doctor yeah. Nigel yeah, yeah. Channing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> we'll Doctor
3: Nigel Channing is presenting an award to Doctor right, Lee, the winner of the game. Year Award. Yeah, so yeah. it was
2: like this is going to be great, and he's going to showcase this new, uh, this new invention he has. Uh-huh. It's really exciting. We haven't seen it yet. It's the first of its kind, and and you just we got to make sure we have the safety goggles because we don't know what may happen. But this is this is history in the making, y'all. Mm. Get excited <laughs> and like making people cheer. It was and and I I had a blast. I had a lot of. People People come up to me and was like man I've done like this ride Uh he was like I've seen this before but like you have, are, have the best feel I, like,
3: I do find like at show kind of things like that when the cast member is really good when the presenter is really good and the thing is over I inevitably lean over to whoever I'm with and go like that guy was really good right yeah. Like there, there's a guy there's just a profile on him uh, a guy who's worked at the Enchanted Tiki Room for years and he like gives it a 110% <laughs> yeah. waking up those birds and I have seen him before and it's like yeah it does it does add to the experience yeah. it does make it feel very theatrical it's
1: it's also just it's only it's also the only thing that can change slightly from ride to ride like or from experience to experience cuz like you know like, a, like us we've gone a few times to yeah. these things so like that's the that can be like the difference in just like a normal ride versus like oh wow that was really great and now I remember this particular ride over the other fifty you went on because yeah. <laughs> you know the the performer. Well, and was Lord knows the these
0: movies run the risk of becoming very repetitive because it is literally the same thing over and over. So you have the sli- it's almost like being a. Like an audience warm-up guy at a yeah. show taping, <laughs> or like the host of the stand-up show, the guy like keeping the energy up yeah. to <laughs> set it up for the main show. Uh, uh, that's that's something else. Uh, um, so you did it for for a year for a summer? Well, yeah, for about a year because mm-hmm. I was
2: I was there for a while, and uh, eventually uh, my dad got me my day my day job which was at the la county register recorder which was right around the perfect time because like i said there is that period of like from like 19 to 20 where it's good and then like once the kind of like dust starts to settle the rose colored glasses come off you, you 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 realize some of the stuff that just gets annoying like just that the kind of bottom level infrastructure is basically run by kids like your supervisors are not that much older than Uh you so it gets clicky it gets you know every Uh it's almost like you know college or high school part two and and like Mm. the supervisors like when you're um i forget the the actual name again uh but it's like they're the dudes in like these black kind of pea coats and they, they don't have anything that discern them working for a specific ride because they are even over your the the ride lead. So you have your cast members, you have kind of the shift lead and then you have the like lead over the ride. And then there's like the leads who are over the whole land who kind of like mostly work in an office that you'd never see that's in the back lot area wow. and those guys like they have that black peacoat so even if you don't know who they are you 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 know that there's they're wow. big stuffs, and they know it too because if you're a 20 year old in this peacoat and you know you have this power <laughs> they're flexing you know so, <laughs> so there was a immediate shift when I got my day job because I still like Disney and I liked having a free pass Sure. So I tried to like, I was working for the LA County from like nine to five and then getting to Disneyland at six to work wow. and like literally driving down the five cause I was in Norwalk. So it was pretty close to Anaheim oh. changing into my cast member outfit and driving there. And I was in, and, and uh, this, th- obviously caused me to be late a little bit more my out like that hour especially during the week like only having like three hours really isn't worth a shift but like I was able to make it work for a while but my whole attitude changed like all all that mm-hmm. bullshit was just not didn't matter to me because I knew that I got paid way more than everyone now because I have this like salaried right. government job <laughs> so like And, and it's funny because that's where the power comes from in any job is like the person who gets paid more. You're like, Oh, you're, you're, you're talking good. So I just, I don't want to say I became the worst, but I definitely (laughs) shift, like shook the ecosystem because like people being like, Oh man, watch out because you know, they're here. And I was like, I don't care. Like, like what? Yeah. it It just like, and I've always hated that kind of like high school BS, but I, Respected it because, like, I at before I had another job, needed that job, and like, also did enjoy and love working at Disneyland. But that was the one thing I hated was that kind of like hierarchy that was there. And so, the moment I was able to step out and be like, Oh, I don't need this, and I know that I'm making more than all of y'all, nah, forget y'all, you're not good. And honestly, it just like it made it cool, but it just became I, I was dead at the end of the week just working two jobs back to back. Yeah. Really absolutely. not making any money because I wasn't working enough at Disneyland to like make it worth my while. I was just mm-hmm. really there for this free pass, and it was like I could just buy an annual pass. Sure. Especially at that year. Like,
0: I, I worked at Universal Studios and I kept. I stayed on the schedule and tried to not get shifts so that I could park up there for free. It was like yeah. entirely about keeping the parking. Yeah, that's for so a place, funny. well, I mean, now we've we've ended up going to CityWalk a ton mm. in yeah. the recent mm. past. I'd, oh, I'd it's like to have it now. now. But, it's now. Oh. It,
2: it's crazy to see the actual shift because, remember, they were giving out annual passes. You brought a Coke can. You were king <laughs> of Universal. Yeah. And now they, they refuse because they have Harry Potter and Voodoo Donuts. I'm like, oh, y'all are joking just out of this it was so funny they swung too far too fast yeah yeah. they're like you're not gonna
3: be able we're gonna shut down Lancashire and ventura there's gonna be so many people and then there was a slight uptick for harry potter and then everyone went back to their lives yeah because we all just like live around like there's homes right next to it i
2: know it's it's they they have a decent uh annual pass right now with AAA where it's like 119 hmm. and then, oh, yeah. and then like I was like that's pretty close to like just a day ticket right that might be the move for me but I haven't I have yet what has been what's the rooms con- consensus on the Simpsons uh ride we haven't talked about it. A we time. haven't done an episode on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, oh, do we just stay a specific? No, no. Ride? We can talk about it. No, no, no. About. no. This
3: I'm, is a comedy uh, podcast. We don't stay specifically on to topics. Yeah, yeah. Really. Uh, uh,
0: my feeling is, I I really liked it the first time I went on it, but I think a joke packed ride is tough to uh, stay good and fresh yeah. many many times over. And they were letting the uh, projection. Quality laps. It's, it was starting to get dim, and oh, uh, uh, I, I just I think it came out of the gate really strong. And now, about ten years in, I don't need to go on it
1: when I'm have up Have they read? Re, they the screens are different. Like they, it's brighter now, right? I think they changed it. What supposedly they changed yeah. something. But yeah. The problem is, I feel like it's the all the other rides that have been built since, mm-hmm. because everything's a screen ride. Everyone complains about that. Obviously, we've complained about it. But it's like everything's a screen ride now. So like that one seems extra. Okay, Screening. yeah, I don't. We don't need to go on it. I'd rather go on Transformers. It's, oh my God, better train, screen ride for sure. Oh
2: wait, I love Transformers. I was look, whew, that was a real journey for me because, you know, I've never been a fan of Transformers. I was yeah. real into Armada right when the movie series came out, and I hated the design of the robots. I haven't seen mm-hmm. a Transformers movie to date except Bumblebee, which is amazing. Okay. Um, and i just always had this disdain for transformers mm-hmm. and my sister drugged me on the transformers right and it changed my life i was in <laughs> it i was rooting for optimus yeah. i was rooting for bumblebee i was in it and i go on that ride every yeah. single yeah. time to date i have not been on the simpsons ride because i'm still salty of them getting rid of back to the future mm. because Whoa. there was no wow. reason there was no reason to change it it's timeless i got to say i i think
0: it's literally not timeless in that uh, that In that ride you go to the year 2015 And we are now <laughs> past 2015 So it would be t- I mean you could say that it's traveling to the past Yeah yeah But uh, into this, uh, this 2015 well, That's why we're going never-
2: back to the future Because it's the future to them And we're going back to it oh, So it almost <laughs> makes more sense yeah, when they, you put they, it that they, way they, You know they hacked the system with that name <laughs> we, uh,
1: we actually We talked about this And we I think we were thinking like Let's just do a new one Yeah Cause Yeah My feeling was, like, I love the old Back to the Future, but... We want to see the some of the characters. We want some robots with the characters. Let's yeah. do a full new e-ticket in this new crazy Universal yep. Park. I don't think it's going to happen, but
0: I want I want Strickland and I want uh, you needles. Want needles. Yeah, yeah, we of want please want want
1: character needles from Back to the Future Two to be a robot. That's what we
0: want. <laughs> People are pounding down the door yeah, of Universal demanding needles.
3: I'll say this: I think the the Springfield next to the Simpsons ride. Oh, might it's amazing! Be, is great. Yeah. Oh, and it's
2: my favorite part. It's the only th- reason I'm not like so militant about it mm-hmm. is because sure. those donuts slap. They, they slap are great. So. <laughs> hard we are like look i'm on my keto thing right now i was in the bathroom debating going to fud ruckers or steak and shake but since i don't have it mm. with a bun steak and shake feels like i should just get a steak versus uh going to uh fud ruckers yeah where you get an actual burger bun that's a weird side note no i get <laughs> it no these are issues i'm where are we ready because uh, we're going on a team outing for buzzfeed to uh, universal And I'm 100% ready to break keto to eat that big donut because that's my favorite thing to chomp into when I go there. So is that your
1: favorite theme park snack overall? Would you put it at number one? Is there anything else? Dole Whip? Do you
2: like Dole Whip? Oh, I'm a big Dole Whip head. But Dole Whip is that thing where, you know where it's like, it's consistent. Like, like. It's not something I'll lose my mind over like if I had to run into Disney and I could only choose one snack, I wouldn't think to get a Dole Whip, mm-hmm. but I I do think it is the best. Mm-hmm. But like I went to uh Disney during the Halloween and I got probably six different churros because they had the oh, different oh, flavored no. yeah, churros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I went six. Yeah, yeah. Uh cuz I had the candy apple, uh-huh. I had the orange I had the uh the pumpkin spice. Uh-huh. I had the regular churro and then I had um that
1: red hots one? Nope. Oh. There's that a, one's pretty good.
2: There's one more that I think I'm missing. So I think I had Is this five. many to, Where are all these coming from? Where are they at Disneyland? Uh the They're all the, around all this, now. Did I say They're sour just apple?
0: Yes. Yes, you did.
2: Yeah. Okay. Sour apple is in Tomorrowland. Pumpkin spice was in uh, right next to Haunted Mansion, and I got the regular churro there. The mm-hmm. orange one was in uh, Adventureland, and uh, and there was one I think in Fantasyland. Maybe yeah. that's where the red hot one was.
0: How are these flavors conveyed? Is it through the the dusting yeah, or, or things the attached? Dusting. Okay. So uh,
2: so the sour apple one, which I think is like was probably the best out of all the newer flavors because the, with that one they dusted on like a sour apple um dust like sh- sugar on uh-huh. it but you dipped it in a caramel so it was like a caramel apple and mm. it actually did like taste like that. Uh, then with the pumpkin spice, it was like cr- uh, cream cheese frosting that you would dip into. Oh
1: uh, yeah. The
2: only thing though is you have to pay extra for the caramel. The cream cheese came with the pumpkin spice, which, you know, that's hmm. weird. Yeah. That's I factored, weird that that's not yeah, consistent. Yeah. I, it, that made me mad, but I still paid for it. The orange sure. one was cool, but it was just kind of like just orange.
1: Yeah. So, so small. So I was going to say, uh, I had a s'more one one time that was good. Oh, no, nice. That is a dipping like marshmallow sauce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so churro over Dole Whip, but does Simpsons pumpkin or Simpsons pumpkin, Simpsons donut. Is that top? I'm getting my flavors mixed up here.
2: Ooh, that's good. It's, I think it may be my top because it's something that, cause I feel like, all those other amazing ones, like a Dole Whip, is when I'm walking by the tiki rooms, like, oh yeah, these are amazing, let's go. Or right. like a churro is like, oh yeah, these are amazing. But like, I am actively thinking about those big donuts because I feel like for the price, it has the value, mm. it has the size. Because, you know, it's big enough to where, like, if I split in half with someone, I wouldn't feel ripped off. Because, no, I, yeah. I number one, I hate sharing food. uh You know, <laughs> us in here with significant others, they like to share. I don't. I need mm-hmm. my own. Get your own. We'll both have our own. And when you don't finish yours because it's too big for you, I'll have that, too. Lindsay uh, is
1: like that, but I'm not. Really? So yeah. you're the other way around. She, I was like, hey, let's go split this. She goes, no.
2: All right. She's right. Hey, she's you're actually the same with Aaron. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Yes. That's funny. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. like
3: to split entrees. Or I like entrees. to share entrees, but, you but like I don't to like to get just, oh, let's just get one and we'll split it. And I, share, wait, like, that's
0: actually odder to me. You share entrees, but not like dessert?
3: Uh, No, I'll share dessert.
1: No, you share dessert with me. Uh, We've both shared desserts. We've both, you and I and you and Jason and I and Scott and I have both shared the gray stuff in different times. <laughs> yes. Correct. Uh, yes. But then Jason has also eaten after me. Jason, and I pretty sure ate soup after me once.
2: Like <laughs> yeah, your soup? the Whoa. soup. The soup was everything. I was on board till the soup. I don't think I, don't I would finish the someone's soup. soup. What was
1: the? I soup? I'll finish most of it because I mm. could be wrong. I think he had a bit. It was like a biscuit, the Jolly Holiday or something. And I kind of like had biscuit a little bit of it. Shop. And I was like, I had a couple spoons of it. And you were like, Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> That's
3: my yeah, memory you had of it. a couple spoons, <laughs> and you were like, "I'm not into this." Like, yeah, whatever. Uh,
2: yeah, it depends. Like, if it is a couple of spoons, then yeah, I'll do it. But if it's like you know, <laughs> past halfway point, I'm like, "Nah, that's that's that that's not too yeah. much I, saliva."
0: I imagine the remaining two spoonfuls of like tomato soup or something that was what i went to and i agree oh oh with with more information i understand it yeah it wasn't that yeah that would
1: have been very weird if i was like hey i got like a a little thimble full of tomato bisque you want it
3: yeah i'll take it (laughs) i mean that i would because that would be so novel to enjoy a thimble (laughs) full of of a food um,
0: and everyone, where'd the thimble come from? Did of, Mike have it in his pocket? Did, did Disney provide it?
3: Was it a cup that got shrunk down by Dr. Wayne Zielinski to a thimble size?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: Hey, everyone. It's Michael. I'm breaking in to tell you about my favorite meal delivery service. It's called HelloFresh. Achieving your goals in 2019 is easy as enjoying delicious home cooked meals with HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with delicious, simple recipes. They do all the planning, shopping and prepping so you can focus on enjoying this new year and a healthier you. Okay, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow instructions. It's like a six-step pictured recipe cards. They're delivered to your door. It's very easy. You follow along. I like books with pictures, and it's easy. It's made for people that maybe don't have the most cooking experience like me, your host, Michael. All right, all meals come together in 30 minutes max. Call for less than two pots and pans and require minimal cleanup. All of that sounds great, doesn't it? Now, there are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between for when your tastes change. You can change it up. Maybe you want family. Maybe you want to go vegetarian. You do whatever you want, folks. It's up to you, all right? Now, folks... I like the chicken pesto, very easy, very simple, very classic. Uh, I made it. It doesn't taste like I made it. It tastes like a chef made it. It's pretty incredible. All right? Now, here's where you guys come in. If you want to take advantage of this special HelloFresh offer, get $80 off your first month by going to hellofresh.com/theme park80 and enter theme park80. You are going to be very glad you did. Remember, hellofresh.com/theme
2: park80 and enter theme park 80. So, I'm going to just say this one anecdote, then we're going to jump right back into Hista, because there's something I love bragging about that only Disney people care about. Um, Jolly Holiday had a good Halloween uh, dessert, too. They had like a black rose, which was this chocolate mousse that was just black, and Uh it was good, but it was one of those things that felt like too decadent for where I was like too decadent for uh theme park food. Yeah. You We're know, like, this feels like I should have it at a restaurant restaurant, but I feel like that's kind of what uh Jolly holiday, kind of, not Jolly holiday. It's the one that's in uh fantasy land. Oh, Oh, Be your
3: guest. Uh, oh, the red rose, red rose red,
2: rose, red rose tavern. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Red rose mm-hmm. feels mm-hmm. like they're trying to swing for that fancier vibe, but I'm like, no, this is still too fancy for here, but it was, it was good.
4: Yeah. 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 Mm.
2: Now the thing I want to brag about that I ahead. always bring up I, I could not shut up about this when this happened. Oh, uh, I knew Captain Neo was coming back oh, yeah. when because in the uh an original like tour and orientation of Hista they they show us like oh this is the room where where the uh the film is where we shoot it and they kind of showed us how the camera works they're like you can't go in here It was like and also we also still have the captain eo film oh. and uh and this uh. was back in like 2007 and i was like oh they're just gonna play it when he dies like when he dies they're gonna bring it back like why would you keep it right. and he was like we don't know and sure enough like Captain EO came back and I was like I knew it like I I knew it wow. the moment you were mm. like oh and we still have the Captain EO films uh I was like great and I never got to see Captain EO when I was younger so I was so glad I was able to go back and watch it and actually see it you, that's it's also weird that you were thinking about his death
0: which oh, was it, sort of a surprise when it happened. Yeah. But the year before, you're... I mean, I didn't
2: expect it to come that fast. Like, sure, I was like... Right. I was, he <laughs> in I was 20, 20 years, five, years yeah. 20 years, yeah. yeah. And when, when he, it was kind of like, when he happens to die, they're going to bring it back. But, but when you're
0: it, saying, when, so when it when they did put it back in, it was the original print. Presumably, if yeah. that was sitting around. Mm-hmm. Damn, so that it wasn't even like some, it wasn't some remaster. Yeah, no. Because it, it, it was very, like, analog... Poppy, yeah. like grainy, grimy. So, yeah, yeah. Mm, you could tell. You could yeah, tell. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like in some just giant,
2: like. Yeah, did uh, you see it physically, or did they no, just say like in it was that like, room? It was like a mystery room almost because wow. there was the film room, and it, 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 I didn't get to actually see the camera. The, there was kind of like, you know how in the movie theater they'll have that kind of window, and they, you, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. here. Yeah. But, like, the room itself was locked, and probably so some dumbass doesn't go in there and, right. like,. It'd be so funny. Uh, so Shine a
1: flashlight yeah.
2: over the whole thing. Right? <laughs> so, like, that, yeah, that was completely off-limits to us. Huh. Do you have any idea how
0: big, like, talking uh, uh, honey again, like, how big that film was? Is that a regular thin little film strip or is it some, some bigger, like, IMAX it was.
2: It was, it was kind of, uh, if I remember correctly, which I'm probably not, I remember it being, like, it was, like, a different type of film because it was displaying, like, Doubled images Oh okay yeah. Right Oh so this, so this is, is not Your film, ordinary film, Probably Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Which mm-hmm. makes it even more insane There's I talked about this on it It's probably, probably won't be out yet Or maybe There's a mailbag episode I was talking about My cockamamie plan To propose to my wife with a custom video I would make and play in this theater. This is a good <laughs> way to... Practice. You're a good person to talk to about this, actually. I was like, what if I could make a little movie that you think Captain EO is going to start, but then it's this little movie I make that culminates in Will You Marry Me? Yeah, yeah. And now I'm going, well, how could I possibly have made something and run it through a film projector yeah. that displays double images? I would have had to go to an optical lab. I would have yeah. had to like go to, like talk to the people who shot the Back to the Future movie movie and like okay so can we print it like i'm now i'm i'm spending $65,000 but a
3: conference call with marketing operations and representatives of the Kodak company uh, <laughs> to figure out how to do this.
0: Is there any like when i present that plan to you you're like that you if if this had been in 2007 you're a person who would have like helped me with the is that completely insane the yeah, idea I that i could like have you, contacted spend- somebody
2: more money than the engagement ring and probably the wedding doing that. It's like, look, I just say, you know, why did I think look, I'll this let was you wear possible? the lab coat and at the end say, will you marry me? <laughs> oh, that I could have done. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. Yeah. Just be like, it's like, woo, glad the day is saved. Thank you so much. And. To my beautiful girlfriend in the audience. <laughs> yeah. One Congrats of my
3: colleagues and... uh, has an, ad- an addendum to what yeah. you just witnessed. <laughs> if
0: you'd like to join me in the the Institute of Eternal Matrimony. <laughs> so you would have done, if I had, now if I'd just gone straight up to you, you're you're an employee with some power, yeah. but I could have like, hey, I have a
2: thing I want, You you would you have had to run that up the flagpole? Uh, you I probably would have had to run it up the flagpole, and I probably would have like, when I first started I probably would have asked my lead who probably would have been like "Oh, I don't know <laughs> but if, if you would have caught me late in my Disney career I would have told you come back towards the end of my shift and then we'll make it <laughs> so happen sure. I got that <laughs> because, Norwalk because money you know, I don't give a shit yeah, yeah. well also too like you, you know like which leagues will let you do some like cool stuff as long as we keep it chill and which leads are trying to be by the book. So I'd be Mm -hmm. like, all right, this, the cool leads here. And I was like, I'm gonna do some. Because like the only, I think, hiccup to it would be like, Like, once we're letting people out, we're letting people in. Like, it's almost, like, simultaneous. So, you would literally slow down that process. Uh, But it would probably just be something as simple as being like, all right, there's an extra presentation if we just step outside to the right.
0: (laughs) Uh, I see, I (laughs) see. Okay, okay. You can get her attention on the microphone and then, all right, all right. So, it has to be done with precision.
1: And you would be in the lab coat, I assume.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, which, which this oh wait, it's a very different dream now. The yeah. idea that I yeah, I'm sure Aaron it would have loved if an institute <laughs> professor.
1: Had, uh, it started out as like a cool movie playing in the Captain Neo theater, and now it's like you're outside at the exit
4: <laughs> wearing a white
3: coat in a Halloween adventure quality white coat, and yeah, like
1: people are like just trying to get by, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: and,
4: and I you're I tr- like oh, excuse, excuse yeah, me, they're reaching
2: oh. over you to dump their glasses. <laughs> yeah.
3: Although now twenty. 2018 if you reached out to like social because they have such a huge social media apparatus at disney now if you reached out to them and were like hey let's talk like you can you do whatever you want with this video like you can make Mm -hmm. this viral you can make this into a convert whatever you want you would have to. Uh, you
0: would have. To, it would have to be viral marketing for Disney, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have no desire for my proposal to be viral marketing. So. <laughs> um, now we know the terms. I. You were talking about food. Also, I want to ask about what's what was the what was the food situation as an employee there? Is it cafeteria, or are you slipping in getting food in the
2: park? You can do either. Okay. So you there. There is a cafeteria in the back, which is like. Uh, it's like cafeteria food like they're not like whipping up what they're whipping up in the park so there are but like it is going to be cheaper whereas if you wanted like park food like it was like gosh i'm trying to remember if i'm misremembering this but if i remember correctly you were able to because the one spot is like if you wanted a burger you can go to that Tomorrowland burger spot by nemo and but it was like the employee discount with the park food was still more expensive than cafeteria food. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, 60 cents off. Kind of in retrospect, it's like why didn't they just feed their employees for free? Like I know there's a shit ton of employees, but like if you it's like why why were we buying our food? And mm-hmm. I think it's because now I'm in an age where I work for tech companies that do feed you for free and mm-hmm. it's like it's like, yeah, why are we paying you to eat on our lunch break, you know?
3: Well, it's a per- well, it's a perk, and it's like you know, uh, uh, to get people in the door, it's an yeah. added benefit. Yeah,
1: but with a company that makes that much money, sure, why
4: not? Yeah,
3: yeah, um, yeah. Being that
0: like a Facebook or whatever has a cafeteria, or like DreamWorks, uh, yeah, been, like they have just a cafeteria if you're on that lot, right? Um, Disney, I don't think. So. I think Disney, you're paying for. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Disney, I. Um, I was like that ABC lot. I went in there and they had like a cafeteria you pay. Hmm. I guess some, some jobs you do pay. So it's not that obscene, but it's like,
3: they're subsidized. All the studio commissaries are like a little subsidized. Like they're not terribly expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Tech campuses that there's an expectation with the job that or people are being fed. And I think in San Francisco restaurants were even having a hard time getting head chefs or sous chefs Because Google or Facebook or all these campuses were just snapping them up.
2: Oh, yeah. And I think it's because, and I think that's why I kind of see the correlation is the the idea behind tech companies feeding you is if you can just walk to a cafeteria and grab food for free and walk back to your desk, you're working there. And I feel like it is literally impossible to leave Disneyland to grab Mm -hmm. something to eat and come back in time to be your shift. So Mm -hmm. you have to be there, which is why it's like, then just feed us free food like don't you know we have no choice but to buy this food because there's nowhere else well i guess you can bring your own lunch but who does that uh yeah it's it's, like
3: being on set it's like that's why they feed you on shoots and stuff because they don't want like the cast and crew going to a dozen different restaurants and if there's act traffic or an accident (laughs) or
2: like oh no yeah but Hmm, but it was cool the food was great i i always loved doing it but it was this thing of like since you are buying cafeteria food on a essentially like a little bit higher than minimum wage budget, you can very easily just be burning through the money you're making (laughs) buying food there. Yeah, that's a little gross. And was,
3: how close did you live to Disney? Like how long Um, did it take you to actually get into
2: work? This, I lived in Long Beach at the time. Okay. But Long Beach is very close to Anaheim in Orange County. So mm-hmm. I was I would just take the four oh five straight down and be able to hit it pretty quickly. Okay. So it was cool. And you get to, you know, K lot, the Lot and just take the shuttle over. But there that was a thing where it's like you have to be there so much earlier because there's so much transportation because you have to get there. And even though it wasn't that far, you still have Anaheim Disney traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then when you get to Kayla, you have to wait for the shuttle, take the shuttle in, and then go backstage and then make it to your land. So you had to make sure you, you had to like be in the parking lot probably like... 15, 20 minutes early just to be safe, you know? And
0: you're not getting paid for that time.
2: Uh, No, not at all.
0: Man, that's so all. That adds up. The Jeez. clutch
2: move is, like, to just go to the park on your work days and just, like, you know, check in. Go in, hang out at the park, and then walk backstage when you're ready to go. But you can't just walk backstage; you have to walk out and go in through the employee no. entrance uh, okay. because it's all about keeping the magic up.
0: Right? Anything yeah. weird and magical in the like corridors? Did you ever see uh, um, like some other some like uh, secret prop or uh, uh, Cap- Captain Hook having a seizure or something? Medical emergency. <laughs> no, I think the weirdest <laughs> thing
2: was like on oh, my first week working there. The first thing I see backstage is Mickey Mouse smoking a cigarette. With the head off, and I was like, "All right, well, the magic has <laughs> yeah. changed for me forever." Now
3: you always hear that was the thing that scarred Michael Jackson was he got to go backstage at Disneyland, really? and he came around the corner, and a character had the head off and was smoking a cigarette.
1: I think he was old though when that scarred him. Yes,
3: no, he had a number of hits, and uh,
1: it was the late 80s. It
3: it
2: is, like, just so jarring, because when you think about it, all your life up until that point, you've never seen the character with your head off, so you've never had to even bounce around that suspension of disbelief. Like, you knew there was a person there, but you never had to see it, so seeing it, it's like, oh, man, and also, like, realizing that a lot of these people are hella short because these suits are so small. Go on yeah, <laughs> yeah potential so, so, yeah. employment opportunity yeah, yeah.
3: I, I would be unnerved though if I went up to get a picture with a character and go like wow this Goofy really smells like uh, smokes today. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know, right?
2: No, they real they're really good about like cleaning. Sure. Yeah, they Febreze the outfit before um, they go back out, right? But yeah, that was yeah. like those were the big jobs, or like your character jobs, and those like speaking of the clickiness backstage is like you know if you're in the cafeteria and you see like Cinderella or Snow White or any of the princesses, like you don't get to just go talk to them like you know like i'm sure you can but no one does that there's just like Uh this unspoken rule of like oh that's a that's a princess and usually like the princess are chilling and like they're the with each other or or just by themselves so what is the
1: hierarchy could you even identify the groups like is it a mean girls scenario where you could be like there's the princesses over here there's tomorrowland people over here like, yeah is that, kind, of, that kind because of-
2: like the the hierarchy was uh, fairly um fairly simple it was split up to your factions which were uh which were like uh like your lands, so like you know i you everyone in tomorrowland kind of kicks it. you're the coolest ride are the cool kids of said land so the space mountain kids you know they're 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 the cool guys it's the (laughs) i was just the funny guy so like i kind of commingled with everyone but also you um you would meet people in other lands when you would do the parades because like people from each land Mm. would all come together and but then like then you had like the parade leads those guys were cool which were essentially kind of like uh just pretty much leads who just also got to do parades um and then like i said the like the big like land leads who like wore the jackets like those were the cool guys and then outside of that were just the older people who like this was a job and they were above that bullshit and you just really mm. didn't notice because you had like lifers uh which was like you semi derogatorily which are people who like they're like yeah i like working in disney and this is gonna be my career and it's like oh you're a lifer. Mm. Um and then you had like retirees. That was another big thing which were uh-huh. old people who retired and they didn't give a fuck about any of the like <laughs> clicks or anything. They were just their own breed and but they were kind of cool because you know, just old people stories. Sure. Uh,
3: I've heard that a lot of retirees like will do it for less for the money but more to a like get out and about have something to do, and then the perks for grandkids oh, yeah. like they get the discount uh, for <laughs> yep. they can buy gifts, discounted gifts, and then they, you get all those extra you know mm-hmm. guest passes. And You're stuff, like the coolest so.
2: grandparent or uncle if you can get your niece or. Uh, grandkid into disneyland for free you know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that the def- wheels are
0: turning with all of us now yeah. right? we'll all mm. be working sure. i'll, I'll see you guys at uh, i'll <laughs> yeah. see i'll see you guys at for, uh, when hista comes back hista 3.0 um, yeah I'll, I'll see you before my shift
1: well i think the way the way a certain point the way the annual passes are going it's going to make more sense for us all to get jobs part-time at disney to get <laughs> tickets versus paying whatever an annual pass dollars will or cost something. in like five yeah, years I know. Goodness gracious. it's gonna be wild hmm. um before we get d- deep into the ride my last question uh do you have like one specific day where something happened or a story like is there a one specific story you remember from working there where you're like oh yeah that was the weirdest day or something?
2: um well the it's the cr- craziest story but the story i have um was like there was this lead who was a parade lead, and this was a very important crux to that that person's uh, 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 plan because he ended up like dating multiple girls oh, at no. the park, mm, but since trouble. they were separated by lands, they never knew about each other <gasps> until, <gasps> Whoa. until, yeah, until uh, like they kind of. Figure, one figured out and then they kind of like connected the Whoa. dots and found out that this dude was like cheating with them and it was the it was like the perfect crime because if you imagine you're a parade lead you can flirt with anyone in any land and then they go back to their land and you go back to the land that you are and he was in tomorrow land um it's like, so, it's like a rock star having, like, a girl in every city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's basically what it was, but then it blew up in his face, wow. like, right as he was uh, he was leaving. It was a whole thing.
3: Well, wrong, he, wrong. he was living in the future. He was from tomorrow, and, and the, <laughs> the concept of couples have evolved, and societies yeah, yeah. change, and... He was a polygot, you know, was a poly thing. We've moved past passed, only having future. one partner. We're yeah. progressive
0: now.
1: Was he? Was it just in Disneyland proper, or did he have like some girls over in Hollywood Land, over a California adventure? You, you know,
2: who know, at at knows? At this point, who knows? Because when the moment it like popped past like two, it was like, oh, you you were you were putting in work. You're just wow. But like it's it, like when when. You, you I would never think of it, but when you hear it, you're like, damn, yeah, that would work because there's no, the way the lands are separated, like all the lands for the most part d- go to lunch in different places because it'd be so much work to, come all the way over to Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. So there is like no way that this person would be talking to this person. And like the way the friend groups are dispersed, there's no way that they're, they they, like, they could probably openly talk about like, Oh, I'm dating (laughs) so-and-so and And, like it wouldn't get back because they're like, right. Lands apart.
1: He could have like he he could have had a girl in Paradise Pier, but she's so far away. Yeah, maybe oh she yeah. didn't even find out about the other girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Paradise still, Pier
2: might still be dating him. Right. <laughs> Not still hasn't found out. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even
1: know it's changed to Pixar Pier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That's For sure wild. you do
0: Paradise Pier and uh, Toontown. That's as far apart as the mm-hmm. girls could possibly. You bookend it. Right. And then maybe a Critter Country. You just you know spread them
1: through. Sure. Wow. That a, wow. That's wild. Controversy. I didn't even think about that. But of huh. course that happens. So yeah.
0: you get a job there. Yeah. Get to get to your parade yeah. position. <laughs> um, All right.
1: let's let's do it. Let's dive into the ride itself. Hista. Is it true that
0: uh, some website I saw said that with this abbreviation, Hista, for any shrunk the audience that the employees would call each other Hista stations?
2: i i don't I don't uh, remember <laughs> that it. at all his it, station oh I
0: read it and a thought that doesn't sound uh, right that doesn't that yeah. seems too lame for anyone to actually it, do that
2: might have been before or after me but when I was there no one referred to each other as his station his station community had disbanded yeah yeah because
3: uh, yeah, um, hista is short like it could see yeah. people calling each other that or saying oh I work at hista yeah. but like adding histation. station makes it long again histation. and at that point you may as well say the full name Mm-hmm. oh
2: man yeah i would have totally said don't ever call me a his <laughs> <laughs> do me a favor no uh
0: were you familiar with honey i shrunk the audience before you started working
2: actually yeah so i even though i never uh, experienced captain eo before it came back i did experience hista so i was actually kind of hyped because i was like oh i kind of like that i was not a a fan of being part of Astro Orbiter because to me that was always the lamest ride in Tomorrowland yeah. and there's been people since who have taken offense to that where they're like no it's not <laughs> and it is fun if you have someone because it actually does when you get into it and it's moving and the fact that you can control it up and down yeah. while you go around is actually a nice little hit but I think when you're going up against like nemo submarine space mountain and it, it, i think it makes it harder buzz light year you have a like video game star star tours, star tours. It's a stacked land yeah for sure
0: yeah well, Astro Orbiter moved from when it was up on top of the platform. Yeah, uh, when it was just rocket jets. You at least have, okay. Well, Dumbo's down on the ground, yeah. but rocket jets is way up here. It's a little more uh, yeah death defying. But back on the ground, yeah, I've never really understood the uh, appeal of Astro Orbiter. Yeah. Um, how do you uh, shrink the audience, though? I don't think mm-hmm.
3: it dawned on me until like starting to read about the ride that it is it is bookended by Captain EO. Like it replaced Captain EO in. Yeah. All of the parks around the world Disneyland, Disney World, uh, uh, Tokyo Disney, Disneyland Paris. So, yeah, a yeah. lot of the big uh, uh, parks, and then you, you, they all came back, Captain EO came back after Michael died. Mm-hmm, hmm
0: and what a day. I'm sure I've talked about it. I got a hotel room. I made such... When that logo... Seeing that sign, go <laughs> back up outside back, that, not that the theater. not the day
3: Michael died. You no, <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no, no. I was not celebrating Michael's death, no. Uh, uh, but it did occur to me. It was in the back of my head on a sad day, like, oh, but you know what? I bet. And sure enough, yeah. uh, a couple months later, yeah, yeah. Um, which... You know, maybe I. This is it, okay. This isn't just because it replaced Captain EO or was countered to Captain EO in any way. I swear that's not why. But I will go ahead and say I am not a big fan of Honey I Shrunk the Audience. No. I do. I'm like I. I found this thing kind of unpleasant, and I sort of didn't do it past the first couple uh, opportunities to do it.
1: Uh, I will say, as a child, I did it at Epcot. <laughs> It scared the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> and I don't, th- I think I just did it once and never did it again because I was terrified of it, much like when I was terrified of Captain EO as a child, too, when those monsters yeah. poked their staffs out yeah, at the screen cute. and I had to be removed from the theater by my mother <laughs> because I was having a meltdown. So I will go on record as saying my memory of it is oh shit, there's mice at my feet. This is real. Oh my God, I hate this. Yeah. So that's my memory of it. And I never I I started going to Disneyland when I moved out here right around the time of Captain Neal coming back. So this might have been still there for one or two visits. But I think I was like, no, thank you. I will not be scared <laughs> See, again.
3: I I liked it because I like these movies. OK, I, well, I'll say this. I did not like the snake. In the feet the mice i could tolerate but when they're <laughs> like oh the snake is loose i just did not like snakes. Well, i didn't like the snake either i really yeah. did not like that and even after i'd done it a few times i'm like why do i always forget that snake is coming because i mm-hmm. i i did not like it but i as a kid i i loved rick moranis because i was like sure i like I, rick moranis I, I honey i shrunk the the kid and i remember seeing i feel like we saw an advanced screening of honey i blew up the kid for some every now and then my dad's company would get like mm. uh, uh early movie preview tickets mm. and then um and then as him as lewis tully right that's a character in ghostbusters yeah. that's his name mm-hmm. i just loved him in sure that.
1: i i loved him but i and i'll say this I never saw the first honey I shrunk the kids because the giant bee scared the shit out of me. <laughs> the idea and I of it, didn't, you knew it was in there. I knew it was in there in the portray in the commercials and I we did not see it. I was so scared I did see honey I blew up the kid cuz I big things Scott scared of big things. <laughs> that didn't bother me as much. Kids getting small on insects. Ooh, I hated it. We didn't see it. So I think I was even going into this still with the memory of the first movie. With, like, Giants of... I didn't even like the Playland very much Oh, that I, I, I liked me out. the
3: Playland. I, I did I, like the Playland. Loved the Playland. I, I liked... That's in Florida. I never had the first... I don't think we had the first movie on tape, but I feel like all my friends had it, so I always end up watching it at friends' houses. And that first... How do you the kids? Is a little unnerving. The second movie, the only unnerving thing is corporate malfeasance, like he's trying to stay, steal his inventions.
1: Right.
0: Well, and it's similar to it's scary in a similar way to Beethoven, where there's like people yes. trying to. Uh, what what's the word like like it, it's like darts to tranquilize a dog or a baby like yeah, I, I, I guess I was freaked out as a kid by yeah, yeah like scary needles and darts yeah, yeah. hurting cute things uh,
1: uh, and I'm trying to, I'm forgetting the actor's name but he's the bad guy in Beethoven and he always played a good guy on TV but he was a bad guy in that movie and he gets a, Dean Jones oh yeah Dean Jones Disney yeah, yeah, thank uh, you.
0: mainstay Dean
1: Jones he's a bad guy and he gets a chest full of Syringes yeah. at the end of Beethoven, <laughs> and it's terrifying. No,
3: that's uh, comeuppance. Even as a child, I knew like that's justice. You deserve <laughs> yes. sixteen
0: syringes
2: and straight this guy into is your heart. Dead. He had a heart attack yeah. from all of,
4: the- <laughs> that <laughs> that is of- is it <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> Beethoven is pretty like it, oh yeah and also Groden falls through a skylight before that happens and ah. oh. Beethoven too so like there's a very dark ending because Beethoven is such so light and like the mm-hmm. David Duchovny part where they are like oh Beethoven no he he tangles his leash around the chair and they go flying down the street haha mm-hmm. at the end Charles Groden. Eats shit through a skylight like Raphael in the Ninja Turtle movie, and then Dean Jones takes a chest full of uh, of syringes.
3: That's there's different shades of gray, different shades of justice. Yeah. Well,
0: know? the good news though, I bet Dean Jones got high as shit right before he did. That was like euphoria for five yeah. seconds. He was like, like ah. Rush Limbaugh in his Oxycontin <laughs> times a hundred. So he got it. I bet he went out and it. it was like like it was like all the morphine in the
1: world. Here's a bit of insight into my t- scared childhood brain that I just remembered. We saw the Lassie movie in theaters, which had come out around that zone. Maybe there was like a 90s Lassie movie. Yeah, 92, yeah. 93. And I remember in the movie going, oh, here comes, because my brain knew, here comes the like climax of the movie. I didn't know it in that term, but I knew this is when like the scarier intense stuff happens it didn't happen in lassie there was like no almost no resolution and it was just like sort of ended and i was so relieved (laughs) i remember feeling like oh the movie's gonna get like darker like scary now it didn't the movie was over and i was so happy (laughs) that nothing traumatic happened at the end of lassie oh
3: that's good i i heard there's that um what a dog's journey home it's by the same guy
1: that new new movie the new movie but
3: it's it's based on a book uh written by the same guy who wrote a dog's purpose yes and the new movie i was reading an article about it and they're like in theory this is a feel-good family movie but a major plot point involves a corpse <laughs> so, oh. i'm like whoa what is yeah, yeah. what exactly is this movie
1: <laughs> oh no they also in the trailer give it away that the dog gets home
2: yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that I noticed. I was like, what? Why? It's not would a
3: dog's you... attempt to journey
1: home. No, he it's gets a home. dog's journey he makes home. it. Unless like, there's yeah. like an addendum to that where like the dog gets a bunch of needles in the yeah, chest. Yeah, I was like, what, what,
2: how weird would it be that this was like some fever dream and the dog wakes up and is like, you didn't make it home?
1: Yeah, he's in like a kennel somewhere in the south or yeah. something. You and are like, a corpse.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you are... all remember? I always ask any group of people around my age about this commercial because it happened once in the middle of the night when i was watching mtv i never saw it again i always google it every now and then i could never find it but there was a like it must have been peter or something but it was a commercial about like putting your dog in the cages the doggy cages and then like it was like it's this like woman and she's like looking at her dog and she's like you're my best friend she was like i hope that uh if if uh if the like something like I hope like if the roles were reverse, you would treat me the same or something like that. And then it just cuts to her in a cage freaking <laughs> out. And it's fucked with me for so long. Hey, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live
1: recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX.
4: Oh, yeah.
1: And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi,
0: hi. Can't wait for the
1: fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you if you find us on the podcast app of your choice now.
2: Because it's like, she's like, help, help. Like screaming for her life, and no one's ever seen that commercial but me.
3: What
0: is Ooh. it a commercial for? Yeah, <laughs> just Not for an putting anti- your dog
2: in a cage. Oh, like oh. anti-caging your dog. That could Whoa. also
3: be like a, a what was it? Liquid Television was it That was the shorts, <laughs> the weird shorts on MTV. That could have just been a Liquid Television you know squirters. That that, out that
2: could be true. <laughs> that could be true. I'm gonna just look it up. But stuff. It, there is
1: like as much as everything's documented on the internet a ton of stuff isn't. So like they're that rare case that there is one of those. Like somebody was just telling me that I think, I think it was little Debbie made something called like a tiger cake or something. And it was like, it looked like a tiger. And I was like, I've never heard of that or whatever. And he's like, it exists. So I'm Googling that and nothing shows up. And then you, I did some digging and on a Facebook page, official little Debbie page, it was like, yes, we did have like, people were asking questions. They're like, yes, we did have this product in the nineties, but there's not a picture of it. And I was shocked that there wouldn't be one picture of a product from the '90s. So, like, there's plenty of stuff I feel like out there. Like, well, Little a woman Debbie in has a very
3: large product line, a lot of variations, seasonal variations. You know, it's you're complicated like, things it's, get lost
0: in the shuffle. Com- you yeah.
1: feel very. I know you you are sort of lobbying for a PR job at Little Debbie, which well, is one of your dreams. <laughs> I
3: would just like because I mean, you can get Little Debbies in Southern California, but back east, I feel like there's a lot more variety of Little Debbies available. So I would like
1: oh you mean little debbie had more products in the east
3: yeah and a lot more like convenience store like single serving versions of Um. those products I feel like you just get the hits out here. You
1: also had like Drake's caught co- like Drake's cakes, Drake's which was I like don't a regional have out thing.
3: Here. Yeah, Drake's coffee cakes and, and that sort of thing. All right. Well,
1: let's talk about Honey I Shrunk the Audience. I guess. <laughs> all more. right.
3: We'll, oh. f- we'll find uh, a separate. Okay, episode this is too. too much. Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I'm
1: comfortable <laughs> with it. I just want to make sure we hit all the points because we've all. Okay, so we've established. So, Ify, did you like the ride or did you see me the show?
2: Oh yeah, I loved it. I okay. when I was a kid, I loved the show. I thought it was fun. Yeah. As you know, I was I was. Big big in 4D. I liked Shrek 4D. I liked getting sure. wet. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'm in it." So, yeah, no, I never got scared and I was a scaredy cat, but I think I was just so into the experience that. Did you like the movies? Did you see the movies? Yeah, I saw Honey I Blew Up the Kid, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, you know, I did also think the bee the bee was weird. Actually, the thing that was weirder to me than the bee was the ant. I did oh, not like yeah. seeing that ant up close. Does, <laughs> he, too die too? Does yeah, he die too? Does he die heroically? <laughs> yeah, the oh. gets murked and it's supposed to be a sad moment. I was like, good riddance. Stay <laughs> dead. Don't ever come back into my life again. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so gross. And he flew Oh.
1: Yeah. So that. So yeah. So we have two likers and two haters, sort of, of the riotous kids, at least.
0: Yeah, I liked them. I liked the movies. I was a big fan of uh, "Blew Up the Kid," uh-huh. uh, especially. I liked
1: "Blew Up the Kid." Fine. I
0: just I never saw so the first sad.
2: one. When He touches that guitar and it shocks him. Oh, yeah, and he starts crying like that made me so sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right, that is very upsetting. Uh, um, well, so this, uh, uh, I always like to talk personnel. Here comes Scott's dry facts. The personnel uh, uh, is great on this, <laughs> it's really, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, This movie was Honey I Shrunk the Audience, was directed by the same director as uh, Honey I Blew Up the Kid, so he stayed in the family. Oh, nice. uh, he know He knows the franchise. He knows Wayne Zelensky's <laughs> voice. Did um, he
3: also do Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, the direct video mm, no, no, but I can, I'll get
0: to that. Okay. <laughs> Let me take you through the Honey, I Shrunk-a-verse in terms of uh, directorial staff. Randall Kleisner, or not Kleisner, Kleiser, uh, crazy filmography. Let me list his movies.
3: I, <laughs> I wrote this down too. This yeah. is so odd. Really odd ones. I saw this. So
0: before Honey Ash blew up the kid, he did Grease. This is the director of Grease. Wow. Grease. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. You don't think more about who directed Grease, but it's this guy, Randall Kleiser. Uh, uh, uh Blue Lagoon was him, mm-hmm. Flight of the Navigator. Big Top Pee Wee, and then two of the most notoriously odd-titled TV movies of the 70s, Dawn, Portrait of a Teenage Runaway with Eve Plum from The Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. and Boy in the Plastic Bubble with John Travolta. Wow, so Grease was his second Travolta, Travolta. joint. Uh, um, and then he did Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Now the, uh, But the most impressive name in, in the list, if you worked on this probably, is Dean Cundey. Who uh, who shot it? Dean Cundey was the DP. Do you guys know Dean Cundey's name? Uh, uh, I didn't. Offhand? Uh his the list of the films he has shot: Halloween, <laughs> Escape from New York, The Thing. He did all the Carpenters, all three Back to the Futures. Wow! Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Hook, The Flintstones, Casper, Apollo 13, and Jurassic Park. All shot. By the same guy wow. who also did the 3D spectacle, uh, "Honey, Honey," uh, I shrunk the audience. Um, then, with his honey experience, he went on to make his directorial debut with "Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves." Oh. And past that point, his filmography gets really odd and spotty. <laughs> it's, it's, it feels like Honey like cursed him somehow. Oh, he, no. Like he went on to shoot Garfield, both Garfields. Oh. He shot. One of the worst films I've ever seen, which is this Reese Witherspoon movie from a couple of years ago that has this bland title I can't even remember. It's it's by, done by the kid of... Who's the like rom-com...
3: Oh, uh, is it Nancy Myers's kid? Yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy
0: Myers's kid directed this movie. I that's think it's like I... specifically horribly shot. And you look up who shot this thing. It's like shaky and badly lit. Oh, the DP of Jurassic Park. It's <laughs> real, like what a
3: strange answer. I'm not gonna lie. I think I put myself on tape for that movie. Hey, right. I think that was oh. a weird submission that came through UCB, and wow. I was and and it said the name of the director, and it specifically said, like, Child of Nancy Myers Ma- and I'm like, what? They listed it in, in the for hell- you to d- just
0: tape yourself? Or
3: maybe I Googled it, and and the Hollywood Reporter article just kept mentioning Child of Nancy Myers, Ma- Child of Nancy Myers. Ma- man, Ma- I wish you'd
0: been in this. Oh, what I a delight know. if we I turned know, a corner man. and you oh, were in man. this movie. Uh, um, let me also say about Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, the forgotten piece. of This This was a TV movie for like Wonderful World of Disney uh, uh, that oddly was written by Joel Hodgson of Mystery the oh, yeah. Science Theater oh. fame, and Nell uh, Scovel, who... Uh, uh,
3: oh, the Letter... Wait. Let-
0: Letterman, and, like like one of the only Letterman and Simpsons female writers. Yeah, uh, um, I think
3: she has a book out that's supposed to be pretty... Like, she has a crazy, like, story. Her oh, career, okay. she's worked on so many huge things.
0: Sure, sure. And then, but my the best fact about... Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, and probably the main reason to revisit it is it features a performance by Allison Mack, perhaps better known as Pimp Mack, one of the leaders of the Nixium sex cult. Uh, or, oh, how do you, however you say that, N X I V. Yeah, Nixium From Smallville. Yes. On her rise to become Pimp Mack. the. Is that
3: what they called her in the cult? Yes. Oh, okay. All the women had to get
0: and they got branded a symbol that was like, if you looked at it, if you thought about what the symbol was, it was the initials of the leader of the thing and then AM uh, for, wow. uh, for Allison Mack. Um, mm. But she's also part of this wonderful... <laughs> Franchise. franchise the honey franchise uh, uh, but anyway like top tier talent and then yeah, the other one the writer uh, um, uh, oh the writer well the the, the Muppet guy uh, Bill yeah, Bill, Prady. Bill Prady
1: Big Bang Theory
0: the co-creator of the Big Bang <laughs> Theory wrote wow. honey, we, yeah. honey I shrunk the audience uh, who also went on to create the recent Muppet show on right. ABC and he wrote Muppet Vision 3D mm-hmm. it
2: seems like the movie version of the ball in Space Jam where the mom stars steal the power because it seems like he came in and after that wildly successful and everyone else is has dark turns uh-huh. and bat- he wrecked
0: dean cundy yeah, yeah he stole all the magic he like, everyone
2: before i know this is weird but can we touch the script before uh, we shoot <laughs>
0: everyone hands on yeah, everyone yeah. moranis yes. retires yes.
1: moranis hasn't done a movie since. oh that's true yeah
0: one of the last uh, on-screen performances of, of uh, Moranus. but also but another guy who got a lot of power uh, after making this thing, the pre-show was shot by Peyton Reed. Oh yeah, uh, eventual director of Ant Man, mm-hmm. and presumably he's oh he already is. I think he was involved in what they shot for Hong Kong Disneyland for for Ant Man. Yes, and presumably will be in any other attractions they do. And rumors have been it's possible that. These theaters where Honey, I Shrink the Audience once played will be home to some Ant-Man attraction down the line. So he was. So this is Peyton Reed and shrinking well before his <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, wow. most famous shrinking work.
3: And not his first theme park thing, right? Didn't he shoot also, Back to the Future of the Ride? The pre-show.
0: Uh, he shot the pre-show <laughs> of this and Back to the Future, both of which are at institutes mm-hmm. and both of which are like <laughs> hijinks and like long, like it's more like broadcast camera, like mm-hmm. people scurrying down hallways yeah. and trying to uh, solve mix ups. So, uh, um, yeah, there's there's a big commonality, out, mm-hmm. which is a funny thing that in if you view all of theme park world as one big narrative, that there's the imagination institute and the institute of future technology. Mm-hmm. These are different things, but they both have open houses and invite people to come participate in there. It's uh,
1: chaos 24-7. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: or just that one day that they happen to invite uh, Joe Schmo in to check it out. Yeah. Um, Uh, uh, Which, by the way, so that's the, the convoluted nature of the plot of this thing. It is the open house of the Institute wow an award show during the inventor of the year is both an award show and an open house
3: (laughs) kind of a hat on a hat situation (laughs) kind of two weird things going on That not sure they
0: needed both of them and also if you're going to open an institute within a theme park just get like you need to know people are going to be there and you need to prepare and you need to be Mm -hmm. safe like, mm-hmm. how is it catching them off guard that all these people, all these regular people are flooding into the audience? Right. And, and it's
1: not like Wayne Zelensky isn't a, a madman before this. In as, canon, it's always chaos. It as Nigel Zulens- Channing
0: is reminded with newspaper <laughs> headlines, he uh, has sowed much chaos on mm-hmm. this earth. Oh, uh, Everyone should have
3: known this was going to happen. Yeah. I have to say... Uh, I want to know how Dr. Nigel Channon got this job because he seems to resent imagination. Like he seems <laughs> in both because he shows up... Uh, uh, if he, I don't know if you've ever written the... Um, Journey into your imagination. Uh, the the second generation of this Epcot ride, where the same Eric Idle character shows up and interacts oh, with the character. Yeah, do you Figment. know about this? No,
0: this is a, a separate ride that's only in Epcot with the same Eric Idle really? character, and it is considered to be one of the worst rides. <laughs> ever yeah,
1: people in hate the world. it because they love the original, and this one sucks. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and, and he he is so annoyed by a whimsical Fig- creature. You know, Figment,
1: that little purple dragon. Oh, okay. That was the original. He's still on the ride, the character, but like the original was like this whimsical Dreamfinder man and imagination, and there's a con- flying contraption. And the new version is like a very like sterile, like figment trying to explain to Eric Idle why
0: how smells work. Yeah, like and
1: there's <laughs> a toilet stuck to the ceiling, and it's like weird and
3: it's very nineties of like stodgy guy comes around at the end mm-hmm. like a. a- yeah, I don't know, Mrs. Doubtfire-esque kind of <laughs> plot.
1: Right, um, and it just, it sucks. And everyone knows it sucks. The creator of the original ride hates it. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> pot
0: to publicly talked shit about it with us.
1: Yeah, on our podcast, we interviewed oh, nice. him, yeah. He was like, I don't know how a toilet on the ceiling is imagination. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right on. <laughs> so, but it was,
0: so they must have thought, it's Nigel Channing mania yeah. when this ride opened. We gotta get more Channing in the parks. Uh, did you? Do you ever see people wearing Nigel Channing shirts, Channing his name?
2: Yeah, <laughs> we can't wait for Nigel. Not, not at all. No, no. People, there was not, not a lot
3: of merchandise, yeah, I yeah. feel like, for this.
2: We need more Nigel merchandise, I think. <laughs> we, we really are slacking on that front. There's not they, a park star of Nigel.
1: The, there is not a park star of Nigel. The way we work, though, I feel like if there was some Nigel merch, we'd be like, oh, shit, did you see that Nigel merch? <laughs> That's a yep. pretty good shirt. And oh, we'd be like, it. oh, yeah, we got to get that Nigel Channing shirt. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're missing out yeah. on doing that. But, uh, yeah,
0: why is he? So, why is such a fuss budget in charge of yeah. Imagination Institute? And
1: also, like, if he's such a pain-in-the-ass character, why was he in two rides? I could see putting Figment in two rides. Figment's awesome. Put he's an uh, imaginative little dragon. You love him. You want to buy a doll of him. <laughs> Nigel Chan? What the hell? Like, why... I it's weird. It's a weird choice. It's fun that they're connected. It's fun that they're he's in two different rides. He just had a
2: weird contract. He was like, if I do one Disney movie, I must do another. So <laughs> sure, with you. I have they're a. they like, all right, I guess.
0: Um, a, a question I have for you is, uh, and, and uh, the big thing I think about with anybody who works at a theme park is is repetition. Were you be you were like leading people in and out of this movie many times a day, every day, like. Were you being? Were you driven mad by hearing the same dialogue, the same? I, I don't know how if you had to stay and listen to all. No, it,
2: you but. didn't have to stay and listen. What what you would do is after like because you know, like I said, when I was hyped, I was in there watching, and I was like, okay, cool, and I would try and like run up frazzled where it's like oh sorry about that uh then once you get used to it uh you're like outside talking to the exit point guy and chatting it out Hmm. and then like listening for it and then like you'll peek in it's like okay it's about to end and then you run up and do it okay so you didn't have to like you weren't
0: on the other end where you have to hear like hello and welcome yeah you you weren't like hearing that (laughs) Uh, yeah. Rant every day, not rant but a little. Uh, same bit of Speech. dialogue every day. Uh um Okay, what about music? Like, were you in some hallway where you had to hear? Yeah, that.
2: Yeah, that one. You, you, especially if you were in the front, you were constantly hearing that, and that would get kind of old. But like, you're also being at the front, you're constantly being inundated by questions. I It's so <laughs> funny too. I, I'll never uh forget where, like this like I was there on my day off and like this guy just like kept asking the cast member questions. And I was like, and it was really just like, like I was like just talking to him, but I was like answering the questions and he's like, yeah, uh, I'm, tr- I want the cast member to answer, answer it. And like, I had to stop myself cause I was like, I was like going to be like bitch I am a cast member but I was like one like I can't sass him and then in the same sentence be like oh I work here you dumbass <laughs> because <laughs> hey fuck it, you buddy. Yeah yeah <laughs> fuck you you asshole. You're employee you ID badge. <laughs> yeah yeah. Like uh so so I had to like eat it but I remember being so annoyed but then being like oh yeah from his perspective I'm just some Disney super fan who's just like uh-huh. trying to answer all of his questions. Uh-huh. So um and so like at the time I just didn't think to be like, oh no, it's my day off. I work here and he's kind of busy. Because it was the thing of like whereas like you're you being a coworker, you're like, oh, this guy's being annoying and like inundating you with simple questions mm-hmm. while you're also trying to cause it was also like right before show was going in. So he's trying to hand out stuff and he's like just hounding him for questions. So I was just trying to help. So it was, so like, it was like this weird mixed emotion where like I saw where he was coming from, but also like, I also know from my f- friend's perspective, he's being ass an asshole. And then me, my personal pride of like this dick dad, like sassing me. Like it was just so many emotions. <laughs> At one point where I was like, I, I think I just like walked away. I think that was my solution. Or like I, I did, like, I tr- I did, like, a flex where, like, I walked backstage, like, into oh, the... Thing. Uh-huh. um to subtly give him the information. Yeah, yeah, to be like, yeah, no, I... Uh, or, like, or did something of being like, oh, is so-and-so here? Because I start... Like, just to, like, tip him off without trying to be too aggro. But it was, like, funny where it's like, oh, yeah, when you're not in the... Because, and that the the I think the core of that story was like I didn't know what I was doing because when you work there, whether you're in your outfit or not, you are still essentially a cast member because it still turns on and you still have that eagerness of being like, oh, I'm gonna give you the information you're asking for. Mm, right. But like it, it's like it's like you know the a more wholesome version of like. A cop who's off duty, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm still doing my job, but right. I, I'm technically not on the job. I, uh,
1: I remember being at the container store when I didn't work, I was working there at the time, but I wasn't on the shift. And people would still ask me stuff because I had the air about me and yeah, I yeah. knew what I was doing. So I would still answer. And I'd be like, oh, I just trying to get through here. But then I, secretly, I'm like, they yeah. know. I feel like this is where I belong. And
3: you would just hang out because containers store is a cool place to hang out yeah, you yeah. bring just, a tall boy and, and yeah, just kind of right. chill next I would to hang the, uh, out with
1: a big beer outside of the container store waiting to, we'll the to be asked the question about closet planning I'm
3: gonna you know, use this for all my magazines in the bookshelf and no <laughs> magazine they're never gonna get out of the wrapping yeah. you
0: know if you think about it a, a beer can is a container mm, yeah that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> wow man I never thought of it that way
3: Mike yeah that's fucking cool wow <laughs> it's still funny the fifth time you've told that joke Mike
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, if punishing he let- mike with my joke I'm
1: putting this in your mouth
3: <laughs> fuck you michael dare you
1: say a beer can's a container i'll take it i i deserve it <laughs> if he, uh, let
3: me uh ask when you were working there uh any famous people did you see any famous people enjoying know. this show That's while you question. were a cast
2: member uh i not anyone enjoying our show there has <laughs> never been a single Famous person to go through our ride, but <laughs> wow. but but like Nemo just came, so we heard of lots of famous people going to Nemo, uh-huh. no, just peeking yeah. over mm. and seeing. Uh, I'm trying to think of some. I, I I believe there was once a Red Hot Chili Pepper we were real mm. excited about. Beatles, mm. uh, Gwen Stefani, sure. Um, oh. And uh, those are the first ones that pop into my were, mind.
1: Were you working in Tomorrowland when the Red Hot Chili Peppers music was on Space Mountain and California Screamin'? Do you know what I'm talking Ooh, about?
2: No, I don't.
1: There was a year or so where uh, their cover of Higher Ground was on Space Mountain and oh, Around what? the World was on California I Screamin'. I
2: not, because I would definitely okay. remember that.
1: Damn. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'd be very excited Magical if, like, Summer. the buzzing of people like, oh my God, did you hear? The Red Hot Chili Peppers are coming to... <laughs> and it was it was bizarre too because it was not right when those songs came out years later
0: yeah yeah they were like this I also will be didn't fun. know they did a cover of Higher Ground that was oh. news to me
1: well, I was a Chili Peppers fan as a as a youth, so uh, I knew all about Higher Ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I probably heard it before the Stevie Wonder version. <laughs> yeah. you,
0: know, you know what they need to do is, because I was I, I I took my very first ride, not to brag, I took my very first ride on the Golden Zephyr, a rarely open ride in California Adventure, uh, which for any Astro Orbiter fans out there is a ride that goes round and round and then stops. Yeah. What a blast. But I was <laughs> in my head playing the song, Ride way on my Zephyr oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh, which a- they, that's what they need they need to bring the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers back and put it in that ride and then st- I think the line's out the door you yeah. put that right. I, I used to do a
3: bit about the Zephyr with, with, uh, with someone I was dating of like oh, sorry the line's just we gotta get going we can't we were leaving the park the line's too long for Zephyr it's, hour, <laughs> it's two hours for Zephyr uh, maybe next time man I really want to get on that Zephyr
0: someday there will yeah. be a source Day. for zephyr jokes mm-hmm. i will have a weekly
1: <laughs>
3: platform for zephyr jokes I mean, we all have it now
1: we're going to do an episode that's 2 hours long on the golden zephyr we'll find a way that i that. think is
3: actually there is because it is modeled after an older the, like an original generation we don't have of to justify why music. okay well i'll save it for that episode <laughs> that's what this well, podcast modeled is. modeled on an older
1: generation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds I, I'm in for 2 hours <laughs> jason was like well you know there actually is 2 hours of material for the golden <laughs> out for episode let's, because so let's it's not an old joke thing. About it. yeah no seriously <laughs> at least two hours if they go if not more you
0: know right? that's someone... enough <laughs> and we're done with that
2: <laughs> you know what someone put me on a california adventure that i would have never went until like someone was like you should check it out was the aladdin show it's oh, actually you're really, talking to the right man yeah, about it's the aladdin show really good i was like this is like a really good show that's mm-hmm. just hidden here that you would not think to go, you know. It's like uh-huh. almost like you would think you'd see it at any other like play, you know. It's a yeah. Broadway caliber, yeah, right. yeah. Sure, I sure. like, I didn't want to f- give it the full endorsement set, you know, in case some listeners are Broadway heads and scoff at me, but yeah, a Broadway caliber show, well, yeah, 50
1: minute show, and you get topical jokes galore, and, yes. Oh, and, uh, the genie it kills Oof. every time. Uh, I've seen it probably ten times. It's all it's gone now. It's frozen now. Really? Yeah. Um, and there's oh, no. Oh man, we're missing
2: all those genie Donald Trump jokes.
1: Yes. Well, he couldn't do Trump probably. Yeah, yeah. He, would he have definitely to do... could not.
2: I was that. I was joking. Remember, I when I was working, it was the Super Bowl, and we couldn't even ask people what the score was. Like they're like, you cannot ask <laughs> no. people. You can't like uh, if someone was wearing like a team, you couldn't be like, go your right. team oh. like you had like you couldn't because in the concept was was that when people are in Disneyland you want them to be immersed in Disneyland you want them to forget about the outside the world big game so you does not work, exist yeah you could not talk about Super mm-hmm. Bowl at all,
1: but Jeannie could get away with like a Dr. Phil impression, yeah. He yeah. could get away with Snooky joke, he yeah. could get away with the joke about Angelina Jolie's leg from yeah. the Oscars. <laughs> I saw all three of those. But the Dr. Phil wait, one, you eat. mean
0: when she like stuck her leg yes. out in kind of a strut pose, and, Jeannie then, did and that. then Jim Rash won right after her and he did the same pose, yes.
1: Jeannie was there was doing a that. joke about that, yes. Yikes. We would go that, that. This is a side note, obviously. We... I would when I say we would go. I would force Lindsay to go or whoever was with. I go. I want to see what topical jokes he's going to do today, and like that's one of the big ones. Where it's like, oh, Jeannie did an Angelina Jolie's leg joke. <laughs> like I wanted to see how obscure he could get. And I think that was maybe the most obscure. Or that was the most.
0: I, I think Jeannie strange. would have a tough time in 2019 because what material is out there that's okay? Not Trump. He can't do Trump. He can't do Kevin Hart. He can't do Louis. He. There's no it's story just... in the world that you can. That the genie could make fun of. It's
3: just dabbing. He would just be dabbing.
2: He, <laughs> would, yeah, he would just be doing, doing a lot of Fortnite, Fortnite stuff.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah. Would, it's like, he, where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> he would floss probably and get just a standing ovation. Oh yeah, yeah. It would just people would go nuts,
2: crying like in the Michael, jo- uh, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson concert montages. <laughs> yeah. He would do Justin Bieber stuff that would kill all yeah. the time. Or
1: just
0: still. Oh, I, you, I was. He probably still today. He would do. Bieber he would still jokes. Bieber would stuff. Bieber, I
1: bet he, the. Dr. Phil, he would, uh, I could go on and on about this, um, but he would do a, when he would list what he could and couldn't do with his wishes, he would say, and I can't bring people back from the day. Like he would do the Dr. (laughs) Phil voice uh, for some reason during that part and then like announce kind of like that he was Dr. Phil or something. And the audience would think that was great.
0: I'm Doctor Phil. He would <laughs> yeah. say
1: he would. There was a couple where he would just be like something, something, something. Also, like Snooky, and he'd like look out at the audience and say Snooky, and everyone would be like, Yeah.
2: Say, like, what?
4: <laughs>
1: and then everyone, everyone I would always bring would just look at me like horrified during this part of this, and I'd be like, Yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, anyway, that's that is two hours for sure. That episode, yeah, that, that one's, one's gonna
0: go sure. and go and, um, and go. But so, the, but look at that. This is I mean. With a live, a breathing apparatus like the Aladdin show, you can change up that material. Right. The the set movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, trots out its jokes over and over to where I, I, I did it once or twice, never needed to do it again. When Wayne Zelensky's in the flying machine, and then he crashes it into the inventor of the year sign, and then the letters form NERD, <laughs> that's not funny more than once, I don't think. <laughs> Is it funny I, no, once? No,
1: I, I, it's not that funny. It was the 90s when like, you could make fun of nerds, or that was more of a really thing. really dates it. The, yeah. idea, like, the yeah. idea
0: of nerddom like being your a Your podcast
1: problem. is called Nerdificent, yeah, but yeah, it's like the word nerd doesn't mean what it meant in the 90s. Oh, yeah, not at all. It just means you're a pop culture enthusiast, essentially. That's <laughs> yeah. really what it means. In the old days, it nerd was like a cool put-down. But that So yeah So at the time Cause even at the time I was like Didn't think it was that funny Cause I was like well, I'm kind of like a nerd the, I like Dexman like Also
2: it's a science institute So like Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's clowning on itself yeah.
0: And uh, Wayne Zielinski if, if he existed in the real world like true the greatest inventor of the century of
1: yeah,
4: course his beautiful you know wife, messy
3: results great family
4: he'd
1: be Absolutely. like Elon Musk or something now but better I mean it's just like he is a different mm-hmm. Elon oh, is a different he would suck kook.
3: on Twitter Wayne Zielinski would just be awful on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> um, Wayne Zielinski say, called me a cuck the the in terms of repeating movie like rewatching movies in the parks I will say like as a kid, kid I was totally game- like I would re-watch the same movies and cartoons yeah. over and over again so I didn't really think about like oh we're gonna watch Muppet Muppets 3D again, I'm like, no, we're here today, we're gonna do it, or we're at Epcot, we're gonna, let's <laughs> no, we rewatch must. Must. it. Yeah, we must. Uh, Say,
0: it says you to your beleaguered parents, <laughs> again? Yes, we're here, we're gonna do it.
3: Well, in Florida, a movie where it's dark and air-conditioned, parents oh. like that, you can get a few little, you know, some winks in, get a yeah. little nap yeah. in.
0: Very good point, but harder to do when the floor is vibrating and there's mice Sipping uh-huh. around your leg like that all makes th- th- all those things make this a tougher proposition i don't ever do i mean they're you, well you can't do either of them now really i don't do um honey i shrunk and i don't do uh tough to be a bug so i don't like all those little vibrates and uh
1: you said the thing i think which i had the same thing i hated when it would poke you in the back it scared me like the uh, tough, tough to be, be a bug. bug. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't like that. I'm, f- I'm better about it now. Shrek 4D pokes you in the back too, yeah. which I got used to it on Shrek 4D. Back.
2: Yeah. I, I like it. I like the little mice and the snake. You're like, Ooh, it's fun. I'm yeah. fine with it
1: now. They, there's a version of it on the mummy at universal. I can handle it now, but yeah. oh,
2: is, it, is it on the ride? Is on the it? ride. Yeah. Yeah. The scarabs. Um, the yeah. Statue. I never, the one thing I don't like that gets me is the like darts and in indie, Like, because I'm like, Oh, Oh really? Like, uh, yeah. I was like yeah I'm not getting shot but if air gets in my eye it does kind of bug me (laughs) that's fair
4: yeah
0: there's a rip off of Soren in Canada that I went on really? <laughs> called fly over Canada that has way more like blasting stuff in your face and it that fucked up my wife's eye <laughs> like, shit, like her like her, like I really hurt she's like digging shit out of her contact Oh no for, like, an hour after it was terrible
3: well, I have definitely gotten ash in my eye from
2: either phantasmic or the Fireworks.
3: like I have definitely sure. gotten like explosion debris that makes
2: sense it was funny during Christmas when uh they make it snow that was always cool seeing the kids be excited because like I'd, I'd love to do that parade but then there's a point where like kids would start trying to put their tongue out. I was like no that's soap don't, <laughs> that is 100% It smells like Nussbag, it doesn't yeah, yeah. taste like it. No. Yeah, yeah, it's all soap <laughs> that we're shooting out. Do not put it on your tongue. <laughs>
3: when Just, you were standing outside as the show was going on, could you track how far along it was? By like, all right, oh, yeah. first scream, that's the mice. Does that feel Not like- even
2: by the screams, but the big sounds. Where you're like, boom, okay, he ran oh, into yeah. the sign. Boom, okay, I guess. And you can hear that last, like, zap when he brings everyone to regular size. And you're yeah. like, okay. Oh, it what, it's echo. like really loud
1: would the show play pretty much the same way with most crowds like was there ever a variation where you're like holy shit this is really playing like they're laughing at everything oh, or they oh
2: yeah there were times like where like it's crushing and you're like damn okay i guess this is a group of people who've never seen right. this
1: but 90% of the time like silence it was,
2: yeah it was just pretty much like you know just slight chuckles people uh-huh. were doing it because you know they're like yeah i like doing it like there were like aps who were like yeah no this is this is my jam i go <laughs> um aps i've like grew to hate they're just so <laughs> just because like they th- like they never approach the park With considering the fact that they're like, oh, I will be back here soon. This is this is the I can come back as much as I want, as opposed to sometimes this is someone's only chance to come to Disneyland, maybe in years. And I would see it someone I went to interventions because like uh, my girlfriend at the time, that's where she worked. And um, we would drive home together so to kill time I would just go there and play rock band or something. <laughs> sure. Uh, Only
0: one you didn't you didn't have somebody else in critter country or in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no no I was uh <laughs> girls one, all over man. the
2: lands. Yeah, yeah. Uh so and it was it was crazy too because um so Disney has this like program uh where like people from college get to work over the summer yeah and then they go. And that's when I first met her and I had like biggest crush on her in the world but I was like a little wimp I'd never wanted to tell her and she went back to college and I was just pined over her for so long I was losing like I would just go like this is back in myspace I'd go to her myspace and be like let me see what she's up to she's in college right now oh man she's living it up and then like <laughs> she like came back to uh LA and I like lost my mind and so she was at Disneyland and I had an annual pass I wasn't working there anymore uh, but like I was so I, I would meet up with her there and wait for her um, but like I remember sitting there and I was watching it was one of those connect games and there was this like young ass kid who like was like waiting to play and there was these like two older ap's playing and they looked back and saw the kid and like started another match and i was like (laughs) what the hell are y'all doing also it's like buy an xbox you fucking dorks like (laughs) like, it's like like it's not even like it was a ride like it's an xbox Mm -hmm. game move out the way and let the kid like you are old enough to purchase an xbox this kid probably cannot you know
3: that bugs me on haunted mansion when it's people who know the spiel in the elevator by heart and yeah. it's like hey some people in this room it's definitely their first time here maybe let the uh beloved voice narration yeah, yeah. do it maybe let them hear this beloved Dude. voice oh, actor man. yeah I uh, agree with that. as opposed to you guy who comes every saturday <laughs> like maybe chill out a little yeah, yeah.
2: Chill, chill all the way out that ride you know the more you think about it, it Does get really dark. Oh, I can. This is the perfect podcast to bring up this gripe. Oh, (laughs) I think the Nightmare Before Christmas installment to that is always way too early. It should not oh, be yeah. during Halloween. 100%. We, should, we've it, been getting I it, hate we... it so much. Mm. And everyone always argues like, it's a Halloween, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Halloween movie. Christmas is in the movie and the movie starts when Halloween ends. It is not a, a, it's a Christmas movie and it should not be around in Halloween. It's the one scary ride at the, like Haunted Mansion is legitimately scary and you make it not scary during Halloween. Yeah. What sense does that make?
1: Hey, I agree. We agree, I think.
2: I think, you know, this This issue,
0: it never occurred to me. But Molly Lambert brought it up. You're bringing it up. I am now thinking this is a movement. I think that they need mm. to be heard on this issue. Right. And, and I've heard people in the... I've, like, passed conversations in the parks of people complaining about this. Or, like, yeah. did John... wait? Did,
3: are, Ryan Gosling complained about that video. What? Someone, people are talking to him. Like, people meet him in the parking garage or something, and they're like, what's your favorite ride? He's like, oh, Haunted Mansion. Oh, Haunted like, Mansion. I, I, <laughs>
4: I wish, though, they it stop shouldn't doing be around at, for Halloween. They yeah, it doing should, it it should literally... I,
2: I came up with the solution. The time it should be is at... They, they should, like, have it running on Halloween and then stop it, like, for a bit to make the changeover, even though there's no way it could be done this fast. But on the... Or, or have it closed up to the point that you need to do these changes. But on Halloween, like night at midnight you can switch it over exactly that's when yeah. it should go because that that's when that movie begins right. and it's just all this christmas stuff during halloween and it just annoys me so much i'm like this is it's halloween right now and you're yeah. just doing like christmas stuff they could i think it takes two and a half weeks to switch it
3: out so in theory they could do that and have it running by Mid November, but now yeah. I feel like they keep starting Christmas earlier and earlier. That must yeah, be so I guess
0: why? They harder. must be not wanting any of the holiday season to be lacking in, in, yeah. in for- yeah,
2: because if, yeah, if you think that it, if you think on the fact that it takes two weeks, that means you either have to deal with two weeks being down, um, you have to deal with two weeks it being down during Halloween, yeah. which would be make, would make the same party mad. Or you would have to have two weeks during November it being down, which is essentially a quarter of, quote-unquote, Christmas time. Yeah. yeah.
0: This mean, makes me get it. I think we get the logic. Now. It's
3: yeah. down right now because they have to take it all out. Yeah. So it's, it's always down, like, two or three weeks at the start of the year, and I think they use that time to, like, do any other cleanup they need to do on the regular ride. Yeah.
1: The, the problem is, I think, also, is that there is a big... And I don't know why I think this, but an Orange County bro, pro Jack Skellington movement <laughs> that wear the big Jack Skellington sweatshirts in the park. And I think they would riot if they don't have a Halloween I'm nightmare. You want to get in this fight? I'll do it too. Uh, we
2: can do the fight. Because there's I'm, nothing the, 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 that I hate more than Orange County bros. Well, As a, <laughs> a L.A. native, it would be my personal Christmas present to fuck them up like i can't the whoa you we're getting into laoc watching
0: you kind of like spin kick like 10 jack skellingtons (laughs) in the face i
2: would like to see that very much speaking of which that's the one thing that i think is right because and i don't know why no one seems to think this based on the kids around it but the walking around Jack Skeleton oh. is terrifying. Yes. yes. Yeah. Hate this. Is, Hate
0: that face. What's going so, on? so,
2: like, it looks nothing like. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's, it's so far off. Terrifying, but kids are like, yeah! And I'm like, that is yeah. horrifying.
0: The first time I saw it, I thought it was a fan-made costume walking around the park <laughs> and not a official Disney mascot. <laughs> I honestly, I did. What
3: if there was more of them? <laughs> what if you just, like, one day you're at the park and you're like, there's a Jack Skellington in every lounge. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs>
0: oh, what a nightmare
1: you're describing. They need to make, like, a puppet Jack Skellington that you can take a photo with. Because yeah. he's so slender. maybe that's possible possible. but you can
0: make the head look like his head why does he have a thin cloth head (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think so he can talk
3: and like see easily i don't know my brother really likes nightmare before christmas and i feel like anytime he comes to the parks or visits somebody that's a souvenir he usually gets some sort of nightmare before christmas thing but i think even he would be like no but the haunted mansion is terrifying you can buy the merch any day of the year, but I mean, how often do you get to see The Haunted Mansion? Right. So to yeah, take it right. out of play for like a quarter of the year is yeah. a bizarre.
0: Um, I, I think we should put this on a poll. I'm curious what our audience thinks about Nightmare too early or not. right? I, like, Because I'm starting to That's think a good idea. that the result's yeah. going to be like 85%. I don't want to tip it. Say what you think. Because I'm on the, fa- I could see the argument either way, uh, um, but I, it's interesting to me. This is like uh, this seems to be growing to a boiling point. Yeah, uh, I, I want to take the audience's temperature. Because
2: I went for uh, Halloween again, and it just like took me out. Yeah. You know, I'm filled mm. with five different types of churros and <laughs> chocolate mousse, sure. and I'm like, oh, I'm ready for the spooks, baby. And it's <laughs> this cute Christmas song, and you get a gift at the end for anyone who wants to make that trash argument that it's still a Halloween ride. You. Get Get a Christmas gift in October. Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Why, it's Halloween. You want a ghost to follow you home. You yeah, don't want yeah, a little yeah. day glow, uh, like b- box with a bone I'll on
3: it. I'll even take one of Oogie Boogie's little freaks, one yeah. of those, those little helpers that are, because they're at least unnerving. On <laughs> if they one are of Nervin, them yeah. followed me home, I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah,
1: it was yeah. too
0: early for presents. Uh, um, right,
1: we got to get back to Night Channel. We so so do. I promise you know, the I have th- another 30 minutes. I'm to
0: Well, you know what? I'll say there's topics where I'm like, but we have to get to this. We have to get to this. This is one of those. Where I'm like, I don't fuck it. I ri- I honestly don't like this attraction. I like to- I like hearing about your <laughs> yeah, experience yeah, sure. on it. But I, I th- and here's here's one thing that I don't like about it is that as opposed to we're gonna, spoiler we're gonna be talking about Muppet Muppet Vision soon. And I just rewatched that, and Muppet Vision has cuts. It has here's yeah. a big close, and here's a wide, and there's the depth of the room, and then you're in this void, and then there's fireworks, and there's all kinds of different. Tricks going on uh, uh, and types of shots that that uh, um, you know accentuate the 3D effects in different ways. The the construct of this show, it being an award show and having to stay in these big long shots for so long, uh, I think it makes it dull. I think it yeah. uh, and you and you're waiting and waiting for those things to get in your face, like the hologram lion. Excuse me, <laughs> a hologram lion, and it's not an aesthetic that uh, sits next to the aesthetics of the Honey movies. Him flying yeah. around on a little like hover pod he's doesn't like a- feel like the movies.
3: Holograms were the thing in 1994 though. Like holograms were a mm-hmm. star. Just the yeah. concept of holograms. I mean.
1: He's flying there around, an around in era like,
0: of a lot of magic eye. It fits yes. in with that. He's in
1: a very similar vehicle to like Baxter Stockman in those Ninja Turtle video games yeah. where he's <laughs> in like a mm-hmm. little flying machine and it's like yeah he never had that. He's like m- a
0: super villain or something. Like, Yeah. Like, uh, yeah Wayne Zielinski's just a guy.
1: Right. So that I- thing weird
3: i do like i mean rick moranis uh canadian right he's one of the yes, CTV. Yeah. when he says sorry everybody like yeah, yeah, yeah. i always like that as a <laughs> yeah, kid yeah that is nice there i are, like that some other
1: I, he doesn't uh, show up also till like five minutes into this thing yeah. Yeah. No, he's
0: about, he shows up like like late a People of milling about and well he should be uh, in just yeah, a like, like, you're so you're watching this dull and why is there so
2: much also why would you start the award show without him there like yeah like that's that was, on the
0: stage manager yeah, to like have yeah. made the check right uh, like this isn't on tv they don't need to start at a particular yeah. time wait for him <laughs> I, uh, we don't want the fun of him showing up late and ruining the sign we want him to be on time yes. to walk out get his proper applause and his trophy. That,
2: that would be funny if you got the, if they rolled there was like the the normal you know Hista show, and then there's one where he just shows up early and accepts the award and walks <laughs> off. Like that would be a fun April Fool's yes. bit. That like every like five <laughs> or ten shows. That would be great. Like but it just shows one. He
3: drops at some point. It's like, oh, I dropped my pen. Well, that was the only thing that went wrong today. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so, everybody, I, I dropped it right next to the cloning machine. Thank God it didn't go in it. Yeah. All right, yeah. goodbye uh i'll say this here's a gripe i have uh mrs zelinski i mean i i it's a set piece from all the movies you want to hear him say honey i shrunk the blank and she faints this is the third time now you gotta get the (laughs) fainting under control like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i agree she needs needs medical i think she has a condition
3: my other thing and even as a kid i remember this going like man Girls go wild for Nick Zolinsz the son. <laughs> There's always what? in like Nick has a girlfriend in the sec- in the first movie, the second movie, in this movie, one of the helpers is like oh Nick, like swooning yeah, over him. Uh,
0: he's yeah, he's just some dweeb too. What he's is just, Gary yeah. Russell he's a, in uh, number two. That's oh yeah, one of her
3: mm-hmm. first big roles. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this, Quark the dog, I always thought was cool. Quark the dog with 3D glasses on, cooler. Yeah, big yeah. Quark, cool list.
1: <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, Quark the dog. Also, though, you could argue, kind of a poor man's Einstein.
3: Mm, and when you we're know, talking
1: institutes, now they're institutes. Back to the future. Yeah, but Quark it's the
0: dog. But but, but a, Einstein big. doesn't get big, right? Yeah, yeah. But
1: Einstein travels back in time.
0: <laughs> I have a uh, an issue to bring. Yes, that's and that's very cool. Uh, <laughs> he's the first time traveler. Yes. Um, so um, here's a fun thing about this attraction. Uh, we know it as of course as Hista or or Johnny I struck the audience but in Japan this was opened as Micro Adventure <laughs> love that love alternate that. name yes. crazy name because of their presumably their lack of familiarity with the uh, with, with that franchise but in in addition to that I'm going to show you guys some artwork I found some concept art
3: no, of mi- of
0: Micro Adventure and here is how Micro Adventure was presented to the Japanese public what you have here I mean, is a uh, there's a family that's getting hit that's by so a shrinking great. ray. And then there is Quark the dog with 3D glasses, but mainly a much, <laughs> much bigger
3: Mickey Mouse. Well, in this art, it looks like Quark is shooting them. Oh, no. I see the shrinking ray now. For a I... second, it looked like uh, the beam was coming out of Quark. Blah, he yeah. spits
0: shrink rays. No, no, no. This the ra- family is in Mickey Mouse's giant glove. Mickey also has... 3D glasses, and so if you see this... You think this is a crazy shrinking world where you are going to become small and Mickey will carry you around. You know who does not appear in Micro Adventure or Hista or any iteration of this? Mickey Mouse. Man. I There's wish. There's no Mickey. This
1: is false advertising. What a great... The promise of that is so hot. Like, yeah, that's that what's is so awesome. funny. Is like...
2: You, Whatever the, you, that is. You, it shows no characters from the the movie at all. So no. you don't know what you're going Who's into. this family? And you're like, oh my God,
0: Mickey's going to carry... Around and Mickey has a different dog that's not Pluto. He has a realistic (laughs) dog. And in, and then you get inside. And, okay, I can't wait to be carried around the town by Mickey. And then an open house of an award show hosted by Dr. <laughs> Nigel Channing begins in order to give I, an award to Professor Wayne Zielinski, who first tests technology of a hologram machine that may puts a lion in your face. Right? You're just What's just the seeing
3: fun? bumbling guy Jin being poor at <laughs> science jobs. <Like> it's <laughs> it's honestly, if if the Deus Ex Machina of this show was like Mickey shows up when you're small oh. goes ha, ha, i'll say i'll fix this and he picks up the audience <laughs> yeah. and he fixes the shrink where a, and he's like get get your shit together wait yeah. Like, yeah. what are you what are you doing come on get fix what's your life fix your life man
2: <laughs> i do want to point out the mickey in that photo doesn't look like the character mickey it looks like a mickey suit that yes. did oh, not that yeah. that look oh, like yes. a mickey which Which is even creepier.
1: Even creepier, but even better. (laughs) Like, that's what I want. I want, like, suited Mickey who doesn't talk to save the day.
0: (laughs) And then I want him to play the drums, like, in that special I like. And for that to be, like, 3D in your face. I've shown
1: the breakdancing Mickey video to... So much family over the break. Uh, and then we just had people over from Lindsay's work and I showed that to them too. She asked for, she was like, show them the break Mickey <laughs> kills every time. <laughs> this is your requested entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that in the McGruff songs. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so I'll, I'll praise this. You know what I like? Mm-hmm. I like the little practical when they're holding you as the audience and then you see it in like the mirror image yeah. and you're a little tiny box with little people in it. I love that. That's yeah. great.
0: I like that. Two, however, I'm tripped up by the logic of it, that the I know, theater I mean, shrinks, right. so at what point does the theater, and what part of it, and it's separated from, the building from, is now a, like shrunk, if you were outside the theater, what does that look like, right, what is like like this, so? There's just disconnected wall and some of it's the. It's a roof little and... bit of a
1: leap to imagine that half the building now was shrunk because then you would have like seen the edges of like this is outside yeah. and this is tiny. And how
0: did the shrink machine know to where the, the divide? How did it d- divide it cleanly? I, um, um,
1: I just like that little practical. Little yeah, thingy. I do That's like it's a fun
0: little trick when they take you up and show you your That's great, uh, um, but I, it's probably <laughs> it probably messes the. It's it, it probably an issue in that they always show a packed theater. Oh yeah, which I can't imagine you it's ever have. Very
2: hilarious when it's like a few people in there and it's this packed theater. You're like, sure. yeah, <laughs> there you go.
1: Um, yeah, the show also is not in my mind structured to like have a big. Climax grand or something, finale. grand finale. Yeah. It mm-hmm. kind of ends with a whimper, like that Lassie movie I was talking about. You like um, but I like when I and I liked it with Lassie a lot. But this now, as an adult uh, assessing it, I was like, ah, this really should be a fun big thing that ends where it's just kind of like whimpers out. And all especially right, now, and
0: with if you went into it with that micro adventure advertising, oh, you and, want something yes. major happening at the
1: end, right? So it's like it's. I watched it and like I liked some of the things, but it. Obviously, I can't experience it now again, so I can't fully assess it. But yeah, I was like, okay, this is a lot
0: of the issue. You're like you shrink. I shrink. and, And what's happening is a giant British man is worried about me.
1: Yes. It's not like you're going like it's not like you're on some fun adventure and it's like. Bugs, uh, Bugs Life, or whatever, is much more fun, and there's antics and stuff, and yeah, like, and animatronics. Shrek 4D, you're flying everywhere, yeah. and like, stuff is happening. And like, this one, you're just sitting down, and everyone's like, all right, calm down, everybody. Let's figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the narrative of the thing. Hold on, don't, don't, don't move, don't move, don't move.
3: Don't get too excited.
1: And like, no one really does move. It's just like some mice running around, and like it's just—it's a little a snake, snake opens a snake. his mouth at you. Yeah, so like nothing really bad happens. It's just like all right, we dropped. Uh, a very tiny like battery or something like it's just like when, when yeah. you would if there's something like
3: I dropped the watch battery I was going to dispose yeah, of right. nobody
1: moved. nobody step on it and then it's just like a couple of minutes of like trying to find it and figure it out and then that's it that's sort of the feeling of the ride well and I it's feel like, like
2: it's because it stunted itself in its design I think it is because they decided it was going to be presentational yes. instead of something like Captain EO which is a movie that happens right. to also be 4D uh, and I think that's the I think that's the same thing with the Bugs Life one where it's like everyone's talking to us. It's like you can have all those effects with us getting poked in the butt and stuff and still have us moving about your world yeah. and get to show it. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's like one long
0: shot mm-hmm. and things have to be trotted out to you yeah. as opposed to cut to this, cut
3: exactly. to that. It's more yeah. passive than active. But like yeah, you
1: could- like, you can see where the cuts are in the movie when, like, a thing rolls by. Like, a they roll, like, a cart by and it's clear that they cut the film there and then there's another shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Stuff like but that. But, like, there should be... I mean, this is, I guess, a plus it up idea where it's like, where, why didn't a villain come by and steal the tiny theater?
2: And go mm. on, like, you know what I mean? You're in yeah. the real world it, with the, the box I think, now. I think that's, that's the crazy thing is, like... The, they kept it in a way where they felt trapped, but you're right. It didn't someone could have stolen us and yeah. then took us on an adventure. Biff? Oh, and like gone out into the street. Yeah. we in the back yeah. of a van right. and we fall out into the sewer. Oh yeah. my god. Yes.
1: Right. That's so much more fun and it seems like that's what they would do now. And I don't know why they that's didn't a do good it.
0: Plus up. We have to stay in the auditorium where right. an inventor of the year award is being given out. It,
1: I will admire it for its realism, because that is what would really happen. Everyone just be calmed down. We're going to figure this out, and everyone will be safe. That's probably what would happen. But you, we want a fun villain. Was there a villain in the first movie? Because I haven't uh, seen it. I don't know. The bees. Was there a Dean Jones? I think it was
3: just uh, Wayne's incompetence. Okay. Uh, and, and the bees. Well, yeah, let's bugs. get a
1: crossover. Let's have a Biff. Tannen's cousin or brother Mm. come over and, like, steal. We'll make up a character. I'm going to take
0: this theater for a little
3: joy ride.
1: Why?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm bad. What do you
1: want? Since it seems
3: like we're doing, we're all on the agreement of, like, yeah, this could be plused up a little. I have another plus up, which might be able to be used for the series at large if we were to, you know, plus it up now. Uh, I would like to see an an old man Logan sort of story of Wayne Zelensky. I would like to see like mm. go, modern uh, Rick Moranis comes back and maybe he's doing a symposium, a presentation about his life's work, but he's bitter and grizzled, but he's got to fire up the shrinking machine one more time.
0: You know what'd be cool is if like he there was some experiment that we didn't get to see that you could flash back to that fucked him up like Luke where like his hand shrunk mm. permanently like there's a part of his body oh, right. that's uh, that's stuck and that made him like yeah. bitter and like I can't use the machine anymore but now we need the machine but
3: like Nick comes back or his wife had been estranged and he's like honey you need to shrink again, son of a bitch. <laughs> the name of
0: the movie is
1: Honey. You need to shrink again.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that works for me. I yeah. like I'm it. fine with that.
1: That's come. Honey, there that. is
0: further shrinking to do.
1: <laughs> uh, I think there will for, will for sure be another one of these movies. Yeah, the they have to years. know this
2: there's going to be the... a reboot. Especially yeah. like I, I think like a year or two ago there was like. This article with Moranis where, and he like said, like, he's like, eh, I don't think I'm done with acting. You know, I just took a break to focus on my kids. Mm. Yeah. So, and there, and he's like, and they're getting older, like, almost hinting, like, you know, hey, y'all can start inviting me to auditions again. I would mm. love
3: a Keaton, like a Michael Keaton. Older Michael Keaton sort of resurgence for Mike for Rick sure. Moranis, yeah. be it comedy or drama. I mean, he talked. We talked about this recently that he said he almost did a role, but it was like a really low budget indie thing. And he didn't in want to be in the desert, desert in a and...
1: motel for eight weeks or something. Oh wow!
3: But I, I got to give like... him credit when he he said he was like, I was offered a cameo in Ghostbusters, but he's like, it it didn't quite make sense, and he's like, I, why would I just arbitrarily show up as this character that i did a couple times like he's the only
0: person with sanity in this world no like he's just chilling out up in canada not doing awful cameos good for moranis i say he doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do but i think but if the right thing we'd all love to see him back Mm -hmm. somebody needs to create the right vehicle for him and uh um, yeah I, i'd vehicle. love to see him again
3: yeah i think he was as a kid one of the first people i was like this is a comedy guy this is comedy this is a comedian like you see him in things and he's always funny i like him
0: and you love him yeah i know he and he and he's fred or uh barney rubble and that's totally different than wayne Zelensky. oh that's yeah like, totally is different rubble. than ghostbusters yeah he shows so much range and uh all those kids, yeah. and all those movies we uh, love.
1: I think he'll never act again. That's a guess. Yeah, maybe. Good for him. I think, uh, him. Why I do think we... he keeps saying like maybe, but it's like... Eh. Maybe
3: Broadway. I mean, Daniel Stern does like a Broadway play every year. I feel every like other Moranis year
1: is something. like, that's too much work.
3: I guess.
0: He doesn't owe anyone anything. Yeah, he's fine. I fine. think that's great. Good for him. I'd love to see
1: him back, but what? Do we yeah. I don't think it's going to
0: happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think this attraction's coming. I mean, I guess if they made another movie, it yeah. could be a good candidate to... Uh, to revive somehow in the parks, but it's really it's left this black hole in all of the parks. Both this and tough to be a bug, which aren't played on the regular. I mean, it still is an animal kingdom, but and it's torn
1: down in California Adventure. Yeah, tough now to be it's bogus. gone
0: here, and uh, um, but like all these these movie theaters are in rough states. We're just watching Star Wars clips, and, <laughs> like and Pixar. That's what's in Florida right now is a Pixar film festival.
1: Yes, which is crazy. Like who, what? Yeah. Why? Just, like, who cares?
0: They gotta find... It's it's like the way, like, big box malls are all starting to go away, and we gotta... What do we do with all this space? Yeah. We need to, like, find a good use of Disney movie theaters, <laughs> and I don't know what it is. Well,
3: unlike malls, they can't just stick... Uh, climbing gym in there. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Uh,
0: I mean, it's pretty short. There's not a lot of height. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, height. I mean, they could figure
3: out some sort of VR thing, maybe, because malls are starting to do that, too. Uh, That's not a bad
1: use. I think what's going to happen is they'll get torn, these will get torn down in the redo of Tomorrowland in 10 years but they will sit in a bizarre half space where we watch Pixar movies and Star Wars clips until then. There'll be a terrible state of disarray until then, and then they'll just tear it down and finally put a ride there it's in a decade. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: It's a I don't know if it'll be in a... Well, it depends. When is Star Wars land done? This year. June. A couple Open months. June. Yeah, I think that it's, tomorrow is probably next, because while I was working there... Uh, we switched the color schemes. Because remember, it was the Taco Bell colors at first. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, and and then, Nerd nah, then after that, we got the newer kind of hipper colors. And then innovations kind of turned down and now it's a Marvel showcase. I think that whole area is due for an upgrade. I the hope only, you're right. The, well, the big problem they have is... Is a lot of the stuff that's kind of quote-unquote dead or not that great is is sandwiching one of the most popular rides in Disneyland, which is uh, Space, Space, Mountain. Mountain. Space yeah. Mountain. So it's kind of hard to like do big constructions because if you try and shut down Space Mountain, even though they should, because Space Mountain goes down so often, that needs a whole new remodel. So I think they should take that opportunity to just take that whole corner of Tomorrowland oh, yeah. and redo it sure. and re like rework Space Mountain. Uh you know, I think with Within that, if they were to do that, take that opportunity to just amp up Astro Orbiter some more. I like that it has the up and down controls, but it it feels very old. But I feel like that's also part of the now appeal as the park grows in age. So Mm. I think put it back up on a platform, like go through, um, revamp, make sure everything's safe, strong, new materials on everything, and lift that baby up, make it yeah, like... when that's down. a choke
3: point for crowds, yeah. too. Like, it backs up right yeah. around Astro Orbiter because it's mm-hmm. not a big entrance like it yeah. originally was.
2: Exactly. So you just pop that thing up and then make room. And also, just it like... One of the big things that people like to do is try and get on Astro Orbiter during the parades and get oh, a few yeah. from up there. Oh. So if you have it even higher, that it's a rat. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's a great idea. I just... Uh, I guess I'm really negative today because I don't expect Moranis to come out of retirement. I don't expect Tomorrowland to ever be different.
2: <laughs> I'm really getting worried for like so long. I feel like it got pushed back on the docket because that movie didn't do well.
0: Oh,
1: well, that's
2: like, for sure like it happened. That movie, if yeah. that movie crushed, oh, we would have already been it in had construction. Lori animatronic chasing yeah. us. And...
4: So
1: sad. But, All right. But
4: also,
0: what a weird the idea that the land was going to get devoted to that. Like, what that they well, ever thought that was possible. Yeah. I don't know if it
1: would have been devoted to that, but there would have been references for sure. yeah yeah. but who knows huh Huh. the one
0: thing don't i swear they just don't touch that beautiful like metal wall on the way up to space mountain do you know what i'm talking about like at on the wall like on the the wall of red rocket's pizza port yeah it just looks so 80s lax uh, retro future space wonderful I love – that's what the thing. Well, I guess you were more probably on the other side of the yeah. theater. Maybe I'd want to work the load so that I could just stare at that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Do you, and I take that back. I said the burger spot was – best. it's actually Pizza Port. That was mm, the spot to get. Oh, yeah. Especially for us because you just have that – the pizza smells just hitting you non-stop. So yeah. you like, I got to get this pizza for lunch. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. um, you know, it's the thing we didn't talk about is uh, this your last grab of details. Uh, just, I, I, I did kind of like that the flubber, uh, guy. Is oh, in the oh, line how like there's the posters of who previously won the Inventor of the Year award yeah. and they nod to uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's his character's mm-hmm. name? I can't like Martin F- Flubulator. <laughs> yeah, I I, the
3: shared universe idea worked. I, I like the Imagin- imagination Institute as a concept. I like the logo. I had a pin as a kid of of the mm. logo. This is, uh,
1: this is one of those things where they could bring this back in some form, whether it's on the Disney streaming service or another ride where it's like, bring back this and then bring back the mythology the of the Flubber and the professor. Nigel Chan. Get Eric Idle back. People are, demanding People are demanding a Nigel it? Channing
0: series. There must be. <laughs> and then like, well, is Doc Brown did he ever do work at the Imagination? No. Do not ask that question. <laughs> of course he didn't.
1: Uh <laughs> Christopher Lloyd could be on the
2: show. Yeah.
0: They sure. Well, that's fine. He yeah, he never left. Thank you. Yeah, he for could
2: just be it. this character who who like they basically are referencing uh, back to the future but just vague enough so people know. It's like yeah, he's been he's been working on a lot of time stuff and <laughs> it's been interesting to yeah. see him get back to it. But we have to look <laughs> to the future.
0: Yeah, I believe he's a doctor of some yeah, yeah. kind, and like uh, a
2: character
1: in the show is called is like named Marnie, and he can go like Marnie, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like old man voice, so it obscures it too much. But you're like, if anyone tries to sue, it's like we say Marnie.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. Character name is Marnie. You listen here. <laughs>
1: Play it back in slow motion. You will Have hear. We
3: just invented Rick and Morty. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, yeah. What if there were characters uh, yeah. that were kind of That's like
3: right. Doc and Marty? That'd be a, that'd yeah, be a. Cool idea. But they were like fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. You know, one more. Thing thing occurred to me any uh uh any experience in the uh in the glasses washing station what's what's the difficulty oh, it's, a, it's of- a
2: very if you've ever worked like a food service job and you know when you take all the dishes and there's like a system of like you put it here it dips it it's very similar to that where you actually put it through um uh, like the this, there's like a washing machine that it goes through so um the reason that you're giving them back to them on trays is you just put the tray to a machine and then you uh you sanitize it and then you wipe it down. So it's a whole hmm. process. So like the hista line would go I think it's like the pieces of astro Orbiter. Then you would go to the entrance, then from the entrance you work the inside of hista. Then from the inside of hista you work the the end of the line, and at the end of the line, you collect the glasses, and as soon as the show starts, you walk back to the area to clean them, and then bring back some fresh glasses and bring them to the person up front. Oh, huh? Mm-hmm. Ever steal them? Uh, no, they, were, they were
1: <laughs> You didn't see the value in stealing a bunch <laughs> of glasses? Huh? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was too, uh, too into that uh, Nemo jacket. Nothing else. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. don't, you don't have it now, do you? Uh, I don't know where it is. I had it, but I have no clue where it is.
1: You got to find that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um yeah a, good, a tribute to your glorious days yeah. working in the park and thank you so much for for telling us about him if you you survived podcast the ride oh. thank you so much for being here uh, uh hey let's exit through the gift shop is there anything you'd like to plug
2: yeah yeah, just uh check out Nerdificent. it drops on tuesdays candy dinner with uh Daca. drops on mondays and you know just uh stick around got lots of uh fun stuff coming on uh on the horizon so follow me at Iffy ify wide on Twitter and Instagram where I'll keep you updated about those stuffs when I can talk about said stuffs. ah uh, sure yeah. We, yeah. such as if you ever find the jacket mainly yeah. the jacket yeah. Uh, yeah yeah I will uh, post uh, the jacket I, I'll sh- once we get off I'll show you pictures of I have pictures oh, of me and my cast yeah, member
0: alright right. so we want to see those pictures for us and there's treats for you waiting on our Twitter I mean I Twitter guess I tweet it
2: out yeah sure yeah So your
0: willingness to be public about oh yeah no I'm fine yeah yeah, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have merch available at T Public. Go to our uh, second gate Patreon, Patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Yeah. Uh, anything else,
1: gents? No, I think that's it. That's just uh, yeah. And uh,
0: remember, um, uh, uh, there's always, if, as long as there's imagination mm-hmm. in the, the world, there's no, I, there's no I quote from no, the there's show. No I, there's nothing to. Uh,
1: and let me just apologize that we didn't do 40 minutes of Nigel Channing. Maybe only 15.
0: Well, we <laughs> got it. We'll do a separate character. But there'll be a
1: whole separate Patreon episode. Episode about Nigel Channing. Yes, uh, sure. where Yeah, so we'll do that. Uh, promise a that promise, yeah. Okay.
0: Episode about a terrible character. Yep. all right, got it. Bye.
1: Uh, thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye.
3: Forever
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog.
0: by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Bohm, Dog. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.